0: magazine where we chat about the latest sega video game industry and pop culture news i'm chris the editor of megavisions and joining me this week is sketchcraft
1: yo what's up
0: we got scotty here
1: yay adulting
0: and last but not least is marcin how's it going
1: Woo, adulting
0: adulting yeah
1: adulting. you'll oh, see man. what i mean when we
0: get into what we've been doing I think there's probably been a lot of that going around this week. Uh, Marson. why don't you tell us what you've been up to?
2: Uh, well, I, th- I think I talked about this. I don't remember if it was on the Shenmue podcast, or whatever, but I did get a new car. Um, I might have mentioned it uh, on our last podcast, but that's the other part of adulting. I keep forgetting what I've already told people. Um, and I also and- got a fish tank, too. Oh, was- in the car. So you were on Pimp My Ride. <laughs> 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 yeah i got a fish tank in my car what, what kind uh, of fish
0: tank did you get
2: it's like a 29 gallon uh it's what's it's one of those uh starter kit ones from pet smart and there were like mixed reviews on it because some people were saying that the heater broke on them initially but it's all been working well and it was a good deal um
0: is and it, yeah you, what kind of fish are you putting in there like tropical fish is it just freshwater?
2: I mean, it's all freshwater. I guess the angelfish is considered tropical, um, but most of them live in temperatures between 78 to 80 degrees anyway. So that's what it's set to. Uh, we did have <laughs> two or three of them die. Um, and, you know, we went to the store and they were asking, you know, like, we, I wanted to ask them, like, am I doing something wrong? He's like, no, you're actually pretty fairly common um, because they're, you know, babies. Uh, they come in groups. So some of them eventually just die anyway. So made it, me feel better.
0: I had – so I had a uh, about a 40-gallon tropical tank and I could not keep anything alive in there. Uh, I had it for about maybe six months and I would – I would, like, I was so, like, religious about trying to get everything perfect with the water, the balance, and everything. And mm-hmm. I would take it to PetSmart and get it tested, and they would tell me, oh, everything's fine, you know, everything came back normal. And so I was like, okay, I'll buy some some more fish, and they would last, like, a couple days, and they die again. And mm-hmm. so it just, I, I finally just gave up, because I was just putting so much money into doing it, and I just couldn't keep them alive. And I was... Uh, I have a feeling it's the same thing's going to happen to you. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. I don't <laughs> I want mean, to die, but...
2: I feel like it's been happening to me, you know, because I had the two Tetras and they died, and there was a goldfish in there, and he died. Um, and I'm pretty sure the shrimp got eaten by the crab. Oh, we bought a crab the other day. Uh,
0: <laughs>
2: and it's such a dark podcast,
3: guys. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's already gone, you know? <laughs> Fun
2: fact,
1: uh, fish owners have a name for themselves rather than just like, I'm a dog guy, I'm a cat person. Uh, fish hobbyist is what you are now, Marson. I am not going to use that term. That's fine because it sounds pres- just
2: pret- <laughs> pretentious. <laughs> <You know? laughs> fish hobbyist. I, I, if I was a fish hobbyist, I think I'd actually know what I'm doing. But I don't know. I, I got I bought guppies because I'm, one of my coworkers was like, yeah, we bought our kids a guppy. Like three of them, and they've been alive for the past eight years. That's I'm like, the all
0: right, the guppies are never going to die, and they are going to fucking like start reproducing like crazy, and you're not going <laughs> to be able to stop them. That's so fine. Look at that. You're going to have the, quite the opposite problem now. You're going to wish they're dying.
2: <laughs> it's like pet cemetery or something. Yep. Um, but yeah, that was my uh week. Oh, and
0: I saw us as well. Ooh, that was an awesome movie. I also saw it. what do you think?
2: I thought it was good. I, I thought it was a, again, like other people have said too, but like, you know, in a sea of remakes and remasters, like a, a pretty unique, you know, idea for a horror movie. Um, and yeah, I thought it was well done. Uh, I think Lupita Nyong'o should get like an award for her performance just because of She's never really done a horror movie before, and uh, I think her acting in the movie was, was fantastic. so
1: she, um, I just saw her on Ellen, and she actually said, like <coughs> after that thing, she went on a, uh, a silent retreat, and that's exactly what she needed, because that movie was a lot for her. Oh right,
0: Have you seen it Scotty?
1: I have not. No, we're gonna see it soon. It's uh, my life's been nuts, and I've had no free time lately. So
0: yeah, no, it man, it was it was so good. Like Jordan Peterson is such a good. Or that's what I meant, Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peele is such a good (laughs) uh, director. I mean, he's he he does horror so well. Like I I I liked Get Out, uh, but I liked this one even better. And supposedly, like it's kind of a shared universe too. So um, there's some connections and and. Between the two movies.
1: So should I see Get Out before this? Will it matter at all? No. No, no, no,
0: it won't. One of the things that's really cool is so it takes place. It's supposed to take place in the same town that uh, the Lost Boys filmed in. And they basically make it sound like that when they're coming into this town, the Lost Boys movie is filming in the town at the same time that they're there. And so there's so much just neat references in there. So he, he's he's a legit fan of horror. Like he, you know he's he's been a fan of horror for a long time since he was a kid. If you go back and listen to his, his interviews, um, and so he he does he he pays respect uh, and kind of references horror classics in a really interesting way. Kind of like um, the Lost Boys thing. So when you when you watch it, it, it happens fairly early on. Um, but there's just some really neat. Not Easter eggs, but just references that are sprinkled throughout the movie uh to other, you know, horror classics and stuff. Um, so when when everyone sees it, I think we should have a, a little side discussion about it because it's I think it's definitely worth it. And you'll need to probably go and, and watch some YouTube videos of just like, you know, you know, the us movie explained or us ending explained is what we ended up doing too. And oh, I'm ready. Yeah. That, it's, that gets it's me more awesome. interested then. Yeah, I think you'll really dig it. Did you end up watching it yet, Rob?
3: No, I I can't go to any movie theater where there's quiet scenes um, ever again because people don't want to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <out>. Like <laughs> seriously, I I I can't. I I I just get so scared when I'm watching. Uh, a marvel movie or anything that comes out that's brand new that's exciting and then they get to a quiet scene and i can just know some fucking asshole (laughs) do something use the phone talk my buddy went and before the movie started like right when the movie started people just started talking they had to be escorted out so yeah it just you know like i mean i don't want to bring it drag this whole conversation into the whole movie theater suck conversation, you know, argument these days, but yeah. they really do. They, they really, I need like, I need like the fight club for movie watching, you know, where we go in, we just we fucking watch it, and everyone shuts up. You know, no one moves, and there's no peeing, nothing, you just, I want the hard, the hardcore <laughs> premium Man, did plan. You
1: say there's no peeing.
3: You don't get to leave to go to the bathroom. You just oh, have to watch I the you meant
1: someone like you had a bad experience. Someone just pissed like in the middle of a movie.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's your fantasy. I, uh, that's yeah. Speaking of adulting, what have you been up to? Oh, Lord <laughs> <almighty>. um, <laughs> I was going to say, like, well, I've
1: come across a new category. Yeah, apparently. Uh-huh. So not a surefire thing, but that's why you try to go to movies like somehow at two in the afternoon on a Tuesday, if you can or something like that at all. But mm-hmm. um, I try to I sometimes I try. To to wait till a movie's been out for a little bit, unless it's something I have to see. Sometimes I enjoy the theater's reaction, but yeah, sometimes you just, you can smell the weed of the dude next to you who won't stop talking or whatever else. <laughs> so, um, but, uh, yeah, no, I've, I've been adulting as well because, um, uh, my girlfriend and I have been on the apartment slash house hunt, and we finally signed a lease for half a duplex, and, uh, that'll be happening pretty soon, but, the last three weeks of our lives have just been, no, we can't do anything. We might have an appointment with a realtor that decides to fucking show up. Um, so it's been a lot of that, but Hey, going to have our own place, own space, uh, room for all my video games. And, um, yeah, other than that, I, uh, I played a little bit of Crypt of the Dancer after that, um, that Zelda related thing was announced involving the sequelish thing to that game. Um, and that's a good game. Uh, it's a good little rhythm game. I, I first was introduced to that years ago at PAX when the dude had a actual DDR mat that he was showing it off with. Um, but Krypton Necrodancer is fun. I don't, if if nobody knows what it is yet, uh, it's a um, little rhythmic thing where you can only move throughout. It's a dungeon crawler rhythm game where you can only move in uh, in in line with the beat, and you're dead. I think I'm not sure, and you have to fight you know things that would be in a dungeon or graveyard or whatever as you go i haven't gotten too far but it's fun
3: i thought we were talking about your your duplex what we're the what you, we <laughs> seven, you just uh, right off just, into zelda yeah. territory all right okay cool i'm wow okay i got Welcome you back. i got you yeah i'm back i'm here i get it yes <laughs> okay
1: yeah, that's my life it's that's the only game I played in the last like week and a half outside of streaming Panzer Dragoon is crypto the Necro dancer because otherwise I've been staring at walls
0: I had never heard of the game until that uh announcement that it's gonna have you know uh, link and, and Zelda in the next game so I, I definitely want to want to play it but uh, what platforms is it on?
1: Um, I have it, it was free on PS plus forever ago. So I've been playing it on PS four. Um, it's all, it has crossplay or cross save or something with Vita. So it's on that as well. Um, I think it's on just about everything else though.
0: And so the next one, it's, it's a sequel though, that, that Zelda and Link will be in.
1: Um, like, it's, let me double check that. Cause I'm not actually sure. I just heard about the Zelda Necrodancer thing and I was like, Oh yeah, I have that game. So, um, but uh, I'd say an, an the Dancer* might be a good Vita game because it's definitely one you can just kind of hop into and play a little bit of a level. And that's it. Right. Uh, let's that's see cool. here. Uh, yes. Cadence of Hyrule. So it is a different game. But that's cadence of Hyrule, crypt of the Necrodancer, featuring the Legend of Zelda. There you go. That's a freaking Fallout Boy song title of a game. There,
0: <laughs> you know. That's that's one of the things that I, I really like. Uh, what Nintendo has been doing the past few years uh, is is allowing their IPs to be used in other games like this. Um, You know, obviously uh they they teamed up with sega when it was uh what was the what was the sonic game that came out like uh not too long ago that oh, lost world thank you yeah, yeah I, I love that cool. game I actually I, I, I like lost world i know a lot of people shit on it but I thought I'm, lost world.
1: I'm lukewarm on that but i actually really dug the hyrule thing that they did because mm-hmm. that was kind of like this is what i want if a open world sonic game ever happens
0: yeah, yeah, it was I, th- I thought that was a, a lot of fun. But it's just neat that that Nintendo's willing to do stuff like this because I think for so long they were kind of really closed off to the rest of the game industry um and didn't uh, really allow uh their characters to kind of go outside um you know kind of Nintendo and it's neat to see this, I think.
3: Yeah. yeah I tweeted uh I tweeted at Nintendo and FDG. I'm like, "So, uh you guys should uh, let FDG do an Icarus game huh like right
0: oh man that that would be good mm-hmm. wow because I, I I doubt Nintendo has any <laughs> any plans to, to do anything with that uh, anytime soon because it was what the the 3ds game a few years oh, back was
1: bad I yeah. mean it wasn't bad it was just like very demanding in how they wanted you to play it you basically had to set your 3ds down and use the stylus on it because otherwise you just get horrible hand
0: cramps
3: the, the the game was amazing. The three D is amazing. The controls are designed to break you. Yeah. Like they really needed an analog stick.
0: Was that the one that they actually did come out with a separate like analog stick that you could plug into your your like three DS into and give you two analog sticks? I know there was a game um, that came out for that, but I I don't remember if it was
1: Well it like that thing exists, but it wasn't just for that game. Because I know, like the psycho that I am, I bought that add-on for my launch 3DS because I had those ambassador things that I was never getting rid of. And um, but, I had, but I bought it for uh, Resident Evil. Uh, oh, crap. And now I can't even remember the name of that Resident Evil game. Whatever the one is where you're Jill on a ship and it used the second... You could use the screen as the second stick or just get this attachment that makes your thing almost the size of a game gear. <laughs> it's like an Atari Lynx it may as well be
3: yeah I wish they would they would just make a version where you could control it with, with an analog stick because it really is a very good it's really a really good story really good on-rail shooter the 3D is actually really amazing soundtrack is great animated cutscenes it's just it you will you will cry like it will kill your hand <laughs> in a way that I mean I just I'm like you have to go out of your way to make a game that's going to hurt you that bad. I just, I could not, I almost like, I don't, can the 3DS, can the 3D work if you're playing it in horizontal mode? Like, um, remember the DS you used to be able to play games like like Notebooks?
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if it would work that way.
3: Hey, can I ask a quick question? Hmm. Yeah. Who's typing? Who's typing right now? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> All right, not
0: I'm not typing. Oh, not me. I'm- I'm not typing. I was playing Eternal Champions. Stop all right, it. All right. That's,
3: that's I'll, put, the noise. I'll,
0: I'll put it on mute. No, I'm, yeah, I'm good. I'm good.
3: <laughs> that that guy's so talented. He could do a podcast and practice for some useless game tournament. We're probably not going <laughs> to have it. I'm getting my head. All right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Back to the podcast. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, that 3DS game, very, very good. Just, just man, it, you, it it's almost like someone said, hey, we want a mobile game where we know you're not going to play for more than 15 minutes. So we'll make the play controls, uh, so, so painful that you can't physically play it for more than 15 minutes.
1: Yeah. It's like those warnings, not warnings, but they had, uh, uh when the, Wii came out, we're like, don't forget to take breaks. Like every 15 <laughs> minutes or something, go outside. And then Icarus is out. It was like, we told you to go outside. This is what you get.
0: Now you can't use your hands for four days.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Marson should appreciate that, right, Marson? Yeah, I, I would
0: <laughs> definitely appreciate that. I don't know what that's supposed to mean, but okay. I don't know, Marson,
1: using your hands for things that you right. shouldn't be using them for. I guess so. Oh my,
0: <laughs> Rob, what have you been up to? NDAs.
3: <laughs> Seriously, though, like I got a lot of professional work that's been due this week. And then it was our uh, wedding anniversary yesterday. You know, deadlines and a wedding anniversary always, you know, go well together. It's like I was trying to enjoy the day, but you know, you're just thinking stuff was really due. <laughs> so yeah, it was all right, man. I mean, so just that, and trying to wrap up this issue, and and, and oh, and something else. So apparently, people on on our staff really want to buy Mega Vision's t-shirts, even though I don't have them in my store anymore. So this is probably a conversation we have later, but I figure for the podcast, why not? We, we need to get a Mega Vision store up, guys. I already got these shirts designed. We got to link them in. So, so, all you people listening to the podcast, go out there and buy some Mega Vision merch.
0: Yeah, we had one on T Public uh, a while back, but Sega decided to send us copyright <laughs> uh, takedowns on almost all our, our stuff, uh, which is a lot of fun. Uh, we appreciate that. And so, we pulled pretty much everything down. So, yeah, I've actually been talking uh, to Graham about getting some of those back up. But yeah, we'll we'll definitely do that.
3: That was for SegaNer's material or MegaVision's material.
0: It was old school MegaVision stuff.
3: Hmm. Yeah, interesting. very interesting.
0: So yeah, and the the problem was, and and we, you you gave me some good advice, uh, Rob, is like don't don't put the name of like the game or the company in the title or description of your product.
3: Oh because, yeah,
0: I'd never do that. Yeah, because we had this one, and I really liked it. Um, and I think uh, Mars and I both have one of the shirts. It's like uh, it looks like uh, this old Sega Channel logo, but it's all Mega Visions instead. Um, but I think Graham named it like Sega Channel parody shirt or something like that. And so, um, yeah, that one got uh, you know, pinged, and we had to pull that one down. So instead, we could have just named it like Mega Channel or something like that, and you know, probably would have all been fine. So
3: yeah sometimes graham's like but how are they gonna find our merch and i'm like don't let them find it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. stop yeah. stop it you know like, like no one's gonna do us any favors in life you know like meanwhile everything else on t public's endless superman shirts and ninja turtles material yeah. cat model no, shirts all over the place yeah. you know yeah
0: and i guess the way a lot of those t-shirt companies like um the ones that keep a t-shirt up for like two days or something like that. That's how they get around it because it's only available for such a short amount of time that a lot of these companies, you know, it's, it's up and gone before they even really see it.
3: Well, yeah. So having worked at t-shirt companies, I can let you know, uh, that's true. Except what they do is they didn't put you in a list and then they eventually, uh, go after you legally. So, you know, like, I know everyone thinks bootleg t-shirts are the way to go, but, uh, they're on to you you know especially i mean i watched the bootleg t-shirt thing wreck you know my career over the course of 10 years so um a lot of those companies too have since been bought up so even like you know mighty fine back in the day was running bootleg shirts half bootleg half legit and -hmm. now bootlegs owned by one of my former owners who just they went and bought so my is ran by is owned by one of my former owners and so then they just stopped doing all the bootlegs altogether. you know but yeah, these, a lot of these other t-shirts, they just run for 24 hours and then they disappear. But um, that, I've seen them target people regardless, you know?
4: Right. Because
3: so, yeah. they can just... Th- those, those records are always on the internet. They can always ping up a date when you had something up and go, here, here's your stuff you took down. Ha <laughs> ha. You know, so everything's being imaged somewhere, folks. Um, but we definitely should have a little merch shop uh, because... Uh, my 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 art fans get confused when there's Mega Vision's t-shirts on my store. <laughs> They're like, "What happened, Rob? Were you hacked?" I'm like, "No, no, I'm not. I'm not hacked. <laughs> yeah. I make this magazine. I don't know if you guys noticed." So um, so there's that. And then, uh, did I play any games this week? Hmm. No, I didn't. I, I was gonna play. Well, actually, I played a little bit of Dragon Quest, but I'm up to the uh, this island where everything's frozen. So that's where I'm up to.
0: I I have not played any more Dragon Quest for probably a couple months now, so that's that's my problem, man. It's it's too too many games.
1: At least you open them.
0: Yeah, I do (laughs) do that, and I have every hope and, and, you know, intention of playing these games. It's just something comes out, and it, it takes my attention away, and then it's like, oh, man, I really want to get back to that old game, but I, it just never happens
1: well chris i think we're going to talk about it but part of your problem is you have to have that new thing right away such as a certain something or other
0: yeah yeah so we'll talk about that so you guys the last few podcasts i've been very excited about the analog uh, mega sg and it finally came in this past week and so i've been tinkering around with it um but even before that. I think on the twenty fifth was when the embargo got lifted uh, for all the reviews to come out on it, and it's pretty much been universally praised. Like everyone has been saying, this is the clone console to get. Like if you are going to get something, uh, you know, out there, and uh, from I I've, I just started playing around with it today, and it is an amazing little system. I mean, it's just the um, you know just down to the. The quality of the system itself, it's its very sturdy. Um, it's just really high quality. One thing is is that um, it doesn't come with any controllers. So that's one of the ways that analog kind of keeps the cost down. But you can get the uh, the 8-bit dough six-button Genesis c- controllers uh, with the little Bluetooth dongle, plug them in, and it works fine. Um, I haven't been able to test that. I have one of the the controllers, but not the Bluetooth dongle. So I'm just using my old-school Six button uh, controllers, so those will work. It has like the what is it the DB9 um, pins, just like the original uh, uh, Genesis did back in the day. Um, I was trying to hook up some of my Sega CD uh, um, attachments earlier today, but I don't know if I'm just can't find my original uh, AC adapters or what, but I'm I'm not able to uh, to get any power to my Sega CD, so I haven't been able to test that out. Um, but it's been awesome, man. Uh, it also comes with that unreleased Genesis game called Ultra Core by DICE. Uh, we've talked a little bit about that, I think, over the past few uh, episodes. And uh, it's, a, it's a really fun game. Uh, one of the cool things about it is they went back and redid the whole soundtrack. And that's what, um, when I was interviewing Benedict uh, for uh, a story in this next issue, he told me about that. Uh, because Benedict is from uh, Strictly Limited Games, who... Had, now have the rights to publish uh, Ultra Core, and they uh, worked out a deal with Analog to get it pre-installed into the system. And it's all kind of like a synthy soundtrack, which is really cool, and it fits kind of the uh, the over-the-top action uh, with the game really, really well. So um, it's it's been good, man. Um, it is expensive. We talked about that. So um, if you're wanting, you know, something that you, isn't going to break the bank this system might not be for you, but if you want something that's going to give you uh, some really, really accurate, uh, you know, gameplay and it's going to look amazing. It's, you know, it's, it's upscale at, you know, at 1080 P you know, this is going to be the system you want because there's not ever going to be a time. I don't think at least with what's on the market that you're going to get uh, a better quality uh, looking Genesis game and, and gameplay. So,
1: out and buy it um i learned that they are releasing eventually a thing to play game gear games and that makes me want it more because i i like game gear games but i hate the game gear screen and that means <laughs> i could even stream game gear games if that's if that eventually happens mm-hmm.
0: oh it does come with a uh, a little uh, cartridge so you can uh plug in uh, master system games you don't oh, yeah. need the uh the you don't actually need uh, like the master system converter um it comes with it and uh in addition, I think they're also going to have a, some sort of um, adapter for 32x games eventually too.
1: I th- okay, is that has that been confirmed? Because last people were bugging them about it. They said more so like we're thinking about it, or like they didn't really confirm anything.
0: Maybe I'm just making that up, but I th- I thought I, I read that. Um,
1: but. I know that people were dumb and trying to stick literally a 32x game in the SG cartridge oh, no. slot. That they are different sizes, everyone. Um, <laughs> but don't uh don't do that don't do yeah, that yeah i don't know but but yeah the fact that you can attach your cd and eventually uh, apparently you can also use um uh, a video i saw you can put in the Retron thing that uses like five inserts or whatever and actually play um master system card games too the little card cartridge oh, games okay
0: i have those sitting right here actually so i have to try that um yeah I have, so i have one for the other ooh I'll have to try that Whatever.
1: out. So. That yeah, is a thing, yeah. So it sounds like a good piece of hardware. Um, Ultra Core looks cool. Uh, I d- I definitely can't justify that price right now, but someday.
0: Yeah, it's like I said. It's it's not cheap, and it's uh you know. But if if you want to play some some Genesis games, that's going to look great. This is the system for it. So, uh, I'm going to be bringing it to too many games. So we'll have it at our booth. Cool. Where we uh, gonna be playing some Eternal Champions, right, guys? Apparently, <laughs> we'll Hell see. Yeah, yeah. I know everyone's excited about that. I like Eternal Champions. Why? Why does everyone shit on Eternal Champions?
1: I don't know much about those games. The Sega <sighs> not... CD one I've heard is solid. I don't. Yeah, know Yeah,
0: the Sega CD one. It, it's definitely a, a lot better. I think it even has more characters, maybe too. Um, but uh, Jason has the Sega CD version, and he said if we legitimately want to do a uh, Eternal Champions like tournament, then he'll, he'd bring it, and we can we can use the copy.
3: Jason sounds to me like that guy, that guy who really, really wanted street fighter two championship edition but got that instead for christmas and now we're all gonna have to suffer through it you know what i mean like he's justifying that christmas gift for 30 years you know he's hanging (laughs) on to it yeah just i got my my sega visions and they tell me it's gonna be the biggest thing ever you know like <laughs> did this come, a- come on after the first mortal combat or was See, it the fact was- that you, nobody remembers is the whole I point the whole point of the six button controller was eternal champions mm-hmm. you know like that was their big deal we got the six button controller for eternal champions and everyone was like no you got it so we could play street fighter championship edition no one no that's one why what about.
0: we did we, we played that's street it. fighter uh with our six button controller
3: that was the whole point, but they released a specific game made by American developers, and look at the, it's it's so much better. And I mean, look at look graphically, it's doing some interesting things, you know, in the way that uh, games at the time on the Genesis kind of weren't. But I mean, there's so many other wannabe Street Fighter games of the era. That, I mean, I'd rather play Weapons Lord before Eternal Champions, you know. I mean, didn't Gold Golden Axe have a fighting game? That was better. It was
0: an arcade game, and that was All actually right. really good. Axe Battler. Yeah,
3: there you go. Yeah, That was a better game than... Eternal Champions, look, it's not the worst. So, I mean, did you ever play the Jackie Chan fighting game that was like Mortal Kombat where it used like digitized Jackie Chan?
0: No, I've seen it. I've seen it before, but I've it never seen the- it. It on PlayStation? No.
3: You-, you remember that arcade I told you they- I- we used to go to where you paid like five bucks to get in and everything was a nickel or ten cents or free? Yeah. Yeah, that was in the free section, and nobody would fucking play it. Like <laughs> oh. <laughs> that, oh, man. the only fighting game, that one and the original Street Fighter, were in the free section. It was like ah, uh, maybe Street Fighter. <laughs> I, I tried. So I mean, I put Eternal Champions and the 16-bit fighters. Uh, I mean, it's definitely gosh. I I would say it's one step below Hyperstone Heist. You know? Oh man! So you wait, but yeah, I guess uh, I guess we're all subject to playing this game in a few months. So gamey. Yeah, me. Hyperstone is the
1: Brawler, or you, did you mean Tournament Fighters? Since we were talking uh, about
3: fighters? whatever the fighting game, the <laughs> turtles fighting game on the Genesis.
1: Yeah. Know, well, are... hey, if we all need a palate cleanser, there's always Tattoo Assassins.
3: That's Google. You better. You got to know. No, stuff that's, no, and, uh, that's, the yeah, okay. that,
1: that's the game that has the fart move. You guys don't know if it's Tattoo Assassins?
0: I I is that the is that the one that has that weird like the the Scottish guy in the kilt?
1: Um I don't know about that. I just know that you can fart in it no matter what character you are. There's a button combo to fart. That's Tattoo Assassins. Oh my god. Um it, also the it, Eternal Champions 93 and Mortal 93. Mortal Kombat came out in 92, so there you go. Jesus Christ,
3: yeah. There's Didn't also
0: Rise that? of the Robots. That's a that was a a really 95. bad that's yeah.
3: 95. That's a little bit later. But, well, I'm yeah, just saying,
0: is if we want to talk about like super shitty fighting games, Eternal Champions easily surpasses Rise of the Robots. Nice. That game was so bad.
3: Well, you, you have that. You have that to put on the box there, Chris. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Not Sorry, as bad as Rise of the Robots. It, 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 it gets worse.
3: It gets worse. <laughs> <laughs> dash Mega Vision. <you> know?
0: <laughs> That's our seal of quality. Better than Rise of the Robots. Hmm. Tattoo
3: Assassins looks terrible.
1: It is. Jeez. <laughs> Don't worry,
0: it is. So anyway, um, that's pretty much all I've been up to this week. And we watched uh Bohemian Rhapsody. That was amazing. Nice. Uh Rami Malik was ridiculous in that movie. He's so so good. Um, so we've all been uh just listening to Queen for the last like two weeks uh now and uh it's Man, he's so good. And now it makes me want to go back and watch Mr. Robot because I am I I got into that and I, I'd never finished that series. I think he'll play oh, Until Dawn. Is he in that?
1: He's the, one of the main characters.
0: Oh, really? i never played that one.
1: So. It's stupid but fun. I recommend it with a group.
0: Oh, cool. Um, All right, that wraps up what we've been up to. Now is uh, everyone's favorite segment. It's uh, Scotty's Mail Sack.
1: Yep, here it comes. Da, 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 da. It doesn't need a theme song. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me just. There we go. Okay, so this is the mail sack, my mail sack, where you throw your questions at us and we answer them on Twitter and the Discord. So on Twitter, at Vetted Games says, there's been a lot of chatter over wanting devs to implement an quote unquote easy mode for challenging games, such as From Software's newest entry, Sekiro. Would. Like to hear MegaVision's thoughts on the matter. And he had a link for context and there was uh, a story basically mentioning how the From software games they don't have difficulty levels. You just play it and get your butt kicked until you learn how to not get your butt kicked. Hmm. So I have not played any of those games cause I get frustrated with simple games. Um, and I don't think in e- myself uh, again, haven't played them, but I don't think an easy mode is necessarily needed. You just, I'm not going to say get good, but I kind of want to say that. I mean, maybe just don't play those games. If you suck at them, I don't know.
2: Yeah, um, I mean, think? I guess it really like depends on the game. If we're like looking at it from like a broader perspective on like whether and, in- I don't know, is he asking, like, in general, like, whether easy mode, like, challenge... Okay, so for challenging games. So I'm assuming he he means, like, I don't know, Dark Souls and things like that. Um, Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess if if it does... If it allows the player to, uh, you know, complete the game and then they feel satisfied that they did it through easy mode, you know, why not? But, you know, that's why they have other difficulties you can play. You know, you have the option to do normal and hard and 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 all that. So, I don't see why it'd be an issue to just include that option,
3: you know. I had the same argument for this I've been making since high school. You know, gamers always want to talk about how, like, we got to get better when I was a kid. It was like, you just got to get better, you know. and And I used to say, well... You know when 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 you when you buy a movie they don't just randomly switch the fucking language on you halfway through the film <laughs> and if you suck and you don't fucking understand the other languages with you don't deserve to know the end of the movie like I, these things cost 60 fucking dollars if I want to play it through to the end I got a right to yeah. you know like who cares if I'm good? I'm not like if we're entering a tournament you know and I suck I'll get my ass kicked in 2 seconds so like in I, I'm not pretending that I'm great. God damn Stop it. I'm like, cause it, I want to finish the game and I paid 60 fucking dollars for it. I'm an asshole, you know, like for real, here's the other thing, you know, and, and this goes, and, and this first dawned on me when I played shining force two and I beat it on hard mode, give us a fucking something for beating it on hard mode. <laughs> like something exclusive. Yeah. If we do oh, yeah, put like in the, the fucking game. app for it, hey, Congratulations. You got the real ending. Don't cut it for Rob. You know, like, like, serious. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, if we do go the extra distance to beat the fucking thing on hard mode, and we don't just watch people on YouTube beat it for us these days, um, or back when I was a kid, I just have my friend Richard fucking do it because he was way better at games than me. You know, everyone had
0: a Richard, right? In their yeah, history. yeah, <laughs> totally
3: yeah. I'd sit down drawing, and all Richard would actually play the. He's the one that got on Blast Core all the platinum levels. You know. And they had all the platinum medals on that fucking game, mm-hmm. and I would just sit back drawing, you know, and I have a career drawing and he plays games still. So it kind of works out. But there should be a reward too. There should be you should get something in the game to reward your fucking efforts beyond if these days an achievement. At the end of back in the 90s, it was like, congratulations. I mean, nothing. So
0: oh, that was even misspelled.
3: Yeah, but congratulations. Yeah, there absolutely should be an easy mode, you know, like because Quite frankly, I work on games and it sucks when you get to, the, you know, you're developing all this end game content and no one gets to it, but like three people, you know, because you're like, well, I wish you could have seen the end of the game, you know, and this is also folks, why developers don't spend a lot of time working on the last bosses. You ever wonder why the final bosses aren't as cool as the first bosses? Because everyone plays the beginning of the game and no one plays the end of it. You know, if we could all play through the end of the games, they might put more effort into the quality of like. How the amazing the end boss would be compared to the beginning boss, you know. So there's a lot of repercussions for this sort of elite, you know. I don't want to use the term gatekeepers because that's a popular term to use these days, but it's just it's nothing new about gamers trying to be like I'm the elite gamer and you guys suck and I want to feel so much better about myself. You really want to feel better about yourself? Go make a game that'll beat your ass down in two seconds. Trying (laughs) to get the fucking systems to work properly and then everyone hates you because you didn't debug the thing. So. You know, I I don't know. Like, there's always going to be someone better than you at a game, but I think everyone should be able to finish their games. You know, but the people who beat them on the hard mode should have something to to show for it. You know, something.
0: Yeah, and I I I hear what you're saying. Um, I'm looking at it kind of from a different perspective because, uh, especially for some of the older uh, games, um, I like to play them with my kids, and if there's games that are just like way too fucking hard for them to play, they're going to lose interest um, and they would rather go off and do something else. So if there's a game that has like a, an easier mode for it, that in, it, it allows them to come in and play it and still be challenged, but not beat them, you know, to death with, you know, just the difficulty and it turns them away from the game. You know, I think that's a good thing uh, because it gets these kids playing, you know, some of the, these, you know, classic games, obviously a game like uh, Sekiro, I'm not going to let my kids play that, but um, some other type of games like Nintendo games, for instance, like, you know, like those games I think are, are a lot better at uh, giving the player a challenge that's kind of um, uh, more Toward, geared towards like their skill level, you know, so it'll like ramp down and ramp up. Uh, I think that is the best way to make a game these days, um, not something that's totally just going to, you know, beat you uh, to death with difficulty. Um, now, having said that, I think there is still a place for those type of games uh, in our industry. And I think there's people out there who want uh, to be really, really challenged by a game because there is that level of, you know, satisfaction when you could finally beat it. Um, like the Dark Souls games and all of those. Um, now that is not for me. I just don't have the time to be able to devote to a single game and and like learn every mechanic and every single like bit uh, and nuance about the game, so like I can finally defeat um, the the you know the end boss. Um, but I, I see that there's a you know there's a there's a balance that needs to be there, and I think. There's a place for those type of games in an industry. But as a whole, I think it, it is a good idea from a developer standpoint to make a game that can kind of scale um, up and down with the difficulty um, just based on the, the player's um, ability.
1: Yeah, I can see both sides. Do you guys remember when um, games used to have... I think one of the Contras did this, but it was kind of commonplace where you'd get so far in a game... And it wouldn't actually be the last boss. And then it would say, like, congratulations, now play it on normal mode or mm, something
0: like that. Yeah. <laughs> so that just, that hurts. That yeah.
1: <laughs> that was always the worst. But um, I can understand, you know, just simply wanting to enjoy it as well. I think um Mario 3D World, I think, on the Wii U, if you die so many times consecutively, um, then suddenly what spawns is what I coined the pity box. Uh it's an invincibility cat suit. Um, and so, aside from pitfalls, obviously, but you're invincible if you get that suit. And just if that happens, if you die or just really suck it up pretty bad, um, it lets you kind of still enjoy the level as an uh, 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 while you're invincible. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Yeah, um, but I do understand the yeah. I just want to fucking play this game. Don't punish me for wanting to play this game. So I can see that side. It's uh, I. I hopefully their defense wouldn't be like easy mode well just go watch it on youtube no nah, i think you, you want know, me to buy your video game
3: you know something else i want to say too about guys that complain about how 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 about not making your game hard enough like you guys wouldn't want to make it easier you suck and we're the best these are the same people that fucking complain that resident evils controls the original tank controls are too hard to use you know like those, oh, those controls does. suck we all yeah these, these hardcore guys they never go i want bring back the tank controls you know, I, I like it when, when I'm trying to run left, but I'm looking right. And I don't know. My brain doesn't know which way to go, you know? <laughs> like, 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 so I can always find some stupid uh, kink in their little little argument. You know, like, at the end of the day, if you want people to spend $60 for games, allow us to finish them. What's so hard about that? I play Uncharted on easy. You know why? I got a life. It still took me, like, I think, like 12, 13 hours, you know? It didn't take me 40. Uh, 12, 13 hours. Is a, these are the same people complaining about Endgame being too It's gonna be three hours. You know, like, I thought you liked sixty hours worth of content. I just wish they treat movies like this. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like congratulations, you get the real movie is gonna be sixty hours, and you have to listen to it in seven different languages, and then oh, half God. of it's gonna be pixelated. You know, and then you got, you know, then you got do, you gotta take the physical challenge halfway through the movie, otherwise, we won't even complete it you know like if you are if you can't do 20 push-ups and we can't finish the film so I don't know man like gamers just they're, they're, I just think now there's so many people playing games and there's so many like talented people like they're just trying to find ways you know to prove that they're better than you
4: mm-hmm. you
3: know and like you not being able to finish the thing you've paid money for we don't do this to any other does anybody say you got to be able to play football to be able to to watch the Super Bowl you know, like if you can't play if you can't play the football, then you can't bet on the football.
2: I mean, I think it's just more of like a broader, uh, broader uh, thing, and just like in humanity in general, there's always going to be cliques and people who kind of put themselves in specific groups in order to, you know, like like you said, it make them feel better. There's there's, there's a certain exclusivity to it. You know, you can apply that to people who think, you know, if you're an iPhone user, you're better than an Android user. Like, it's the same mindset, you know. Remember
3: when that that gamer achievement score was the big deal on Xbox (laughs) Live? And there yeah. was like the guy they had to go and complete all those shitty games to get the extra achievement points. And,
0: like, <laughs> oh, King Kong was the easiest man. It give you a thousand just for you know playing through the game. Did the they
3: best. get a medal? You like start. Okay. But I, I kind of I didn't mean I made the mistake of making a joke about my wife yesterday on her anniversary because mm. oh she got her credit score <laughs> like seven ninety six and she's like I just want to get to eight hundred I'm like what do you win a fucking medal like, <laughs> well, congrats, <laughs> you mean, like that, by the way the wrong fucking day to say that like, <laughs> <laughs> oh congrats right on that credit score though that's a good score yeah, yeah. and
1: congrats on your anniversary yeah. <laughs> yeah but
3: I mean like look yeah you get great credit but you don't win in a There's, you know what I mean? Like your, your, their son doesn't, you know, like, it's like, I get it. However, it's pretty good. Like, so I feel that given that achievements and trophies are a big deal to people for some reason, then on easy modes, disable the achievements, disable extra costumes, you know, didn't some game recently make you play as a lame character. If you played on easy, that's me. I wouldn't do that. Like like some goofy costume. I want to say someone made you do that. Or if you played it on easy, you had to like look like a like a big dork. I don't know if you cheated
2: in like Grand Theft Auto or something you had like a Dunce cap on. I don't That's remember. Funny.
0: I do remember. Yeah, I do remember that. Um, and the other thing too is that um, you know, like more so than ever now, like you know, game developers and publishers are competing with so many more things for people's attention, you know, and it's it doesn't take much to to you know. If a game's boring, if the cutscene's too long, anything like your attention gets diverted. Whether it's you know you're messing around your phone or whatever, and then you're out of the game altogether. So I think um, you know like ramping up difficulty too much uh, can have a, a, a so many negative effects. Um, and so it's just one of those things. Uh, I, I I can see it both ways, but I don't know. Fuck these guys, right? I don't. Yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Ooh,
3: oh these guys yeah. yeah well this game's essentially ninja gaiden right like that's basically it everyone was expecting Tenchu, but they got ninja gaiden
1: yeah, as well mm-hmm.
3: yeah they were expecting Tenchu, and they got ninja gaiden and so like welcome to the party pal you know go play ninja gaiden stigma or sigma or whatever that was and
1: stigma <laughs> yeah, that's it
3: <laughs> that, with the worst camera ever devised for 3d games with the mm-hmm. most Frantic auto, like it's like the game just takes over and like just starts killing everything for you, but the camera flies in another direction. Like, <laughs> but it looked amazing. Remember how, remember how amazing it looked? My they made a cell shaded game, my buddy worked on that game was actually pretty good. Oh, like, did you guys in cell shaded game, you guys remember that one?
1: Uh barely but you reminded me of something else i was gonna say like in terms of trying to feel elite or whatever i know people that have never played a borderlands and uh if you guys remember borderlands had a completely different look initially um and it looked kind of just another shade of brown but um i know people that won't play borderlands because it looks too much like a cartoon so they think it's easy because of that so it's like
3: that, I feel like, is somewhat I, I related to them, this
1: illogical, uh, like you said, Rob, the different people that kind of fit into other groups and stuff.
3: I dare those people to go watch Akira and get back to me on how yeah, exactly. on how like a cartoon can be, you know? Yeah. So, whatever.
1: It's whatever you play what you want to play and hopefully you can play it how you want to play it. Um, but uh, yeah, that's a, that's a thing that'll just, that'll, I have a feeling that'll be around forever. Who knows? Maybe the production 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 time of those is like, well, we already did this. We can't do an easy mode. I don't make games. So I can't, t- I can't speak on that, but who knows? Um, next question though, from the Stalken on Twitter at the What companies do you think Sega should give rights to for them to make new entries in Sega properties? Mm. So that phew, we could have a whole episode about that, I think. We did. Yeah.
3: Didn't we? Didn't, didn't we do that last episode? And Marson said RyStar. Um that Rye was Rye more like so this, lead, is, so. this is a
0: little different in that like it's what company would you want Sega to yeah. like allow them to make game? You know, like a maybe like a Rystar or something. Yeah, so like oh.
1: hand hand uh platinum games uh Ristar or Toe Jam and Earl or something like that. And they make it
0: super hard.
1: Sure. Uh, I can't think of any off the top of my head. I got to give it. Actually, if Jet Set Radio, if Platinum did one of those, that would be fucking great. I don't know I how they would do I just want
3: Camelot to make another Shining Force game. ShiningForce4.com, folks.
1: <laughs> Go there now. There's a screenshot of it, I, I'm sure.
0: <laughs> what is is Camelot? I mean, what they morphed into a different company, though, right? Pretty much, yeah. Just I I couldn't remember because I I did Google them and do some research a a while back. I just can't remember what it is anymore. But um, I would like, you know, like man, I I want Sumo Digital to do like a a, like a Sega brawler, like a fighting game. It's what people have been wanting for so long. Like Sumo Digital has done so much good with the Sega IP, um, and now they have to. Do the Team Sonic Racing, which I, I you know, <laughs> it it's awesome. but it just fun. it's you know, like I, I don't know. I, I feel like the, Sega's really hamstrung them with that that game, um, yeah. and I, I think they've proven that they can do so much better um, than just you know with that game. I I and so many other people have been begging and asking for like a like basically a Smash Brothers version with Sega characters in it, and I think that would be awesome. And I think I think. Sumo could rise to the challenge and deliver something really, really good. Um, now, I don't know if it would be you know, on the level of Smash Brothers, because that game is just ridiculous, um, but I think they could do something fun and, and original, uh, because they've, they, they really, I think, um, did some really cool, interesting things with the cart uh, genre, with, uh, with Transformed, and I, I would love to see them do something similar to the, you know, the brawler fighting genre.
3: You know, I I take it back. I want Level Five to make Shining Force Four. Why is that? That's well because Level Five is a fantastic developer. You know, and and they made uh, they didn't they do the Joan of Arc RPG on the PSP? Was that was Level Five game, right? I'm not sure.
1: My yeah. PSP knowledge is next to nothing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, except for the Twisted Metal game and Parasite Third Birthday, Parasite Eve Third Birthday. <laughs> um i feel like capcom could do something again and maybe make it fun um hell give well nintendo Nintendo versus
2: sega instead of marvel versus capcom
1: Eh, eh, i don't know i'm kind of those versus games have not been great as of late so i don't know if i'd actually everything except for fighting games (laughs) is okay from capcom so i don't know um (laughs) Uh, what? If, but if they, I what I was going to lean into was ill bleed, but I don't know if um, that's really that's not Sega, that's just climax. But they were gone forever ago. So hey, Capcom, maybe do an ill bleed thing. You're done with Dead Rising, take a break from Resident Evil, do ill bleed.
0: Nice. Okay. Next question.
1: Uh, we had a few in Discord, uh, one by Mills, I'll say the name is pronounced. It's M-Y-L-Z. <clears throat> what do you think the next Sonic game is going to be? New Forces-style entries, something capitalizing on Sonic Mania's popularity, something completely different? Oh. So I assume they're talking about outside of uh, uh, racing, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um. I think it's going to be more along S- Sonic Mania. <laughs>
2: or, you know, honestly, it'll probably be a simultaneous thing like they did with Forces and Mania. And I think Mania – because they can't be like, all right, well, Mania clearly got the better reception, and I'm pretty sure it's sold better than Forces. Um, why would you not capitalize on that and then continue down that road? But I don't know. They could be allergic to money.
0: Okay, uh, but here's but- the thing, though. Do you think – what what I could totally see this happening – would Sega of Japan take over the Sonic Mania series and be like, hey, this is ours. You know, we, we can we can do old school Sonic better than, you know, some Western. <laughs> could, do it. could you see them totally do that? Fucking it up. And like, it's totally not nearly as yeah. good. <laughs>
3: they can, but, you know, like, that would be hilarious. I it, could it's see all that happening. and dark. You oh. know, it's all brown pixels, and
0: <laughs> I kind of want that to happen. <laughs>
3: <laughs> or it's the exact same bad CGI they've been, u- or the three D assets they've been using, like from Sega Forces, but the oh. Sonic Forces, but they just render them in two D. You know what I mean? So, like, they. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna be that dumb. I think they would. <laughs> think they
0: would... <laughs> what? Uh.
2: Well, you know. Because they, wishful uh, thinking
0: um, what, what's his name? Uh, Christian Whitehead, they, they created a new company now. Um, and I think it's based out of California or somewhere. Um, and from what it sounded like, they were working on entirely different IP. Like it didn't sound like they were going to be working on a Sonic Mania now. I what mean, they it, certainly could. What if it's all
3: pre-rendered sprites, but it's from the new movie? It's like all you know what I mean. So it's like a pre-rendered sprite game, like Donkey okay, Kong Country. Uh, Sonic, all the movie Sonic assets, you know. <laughs> you
0: like Sonic the Movie, the movie, game. Oh the uh, yeah. And they're like, He's hey, movie Sonic, Sonic game
3: coming from Sega Japan, but it's the it's the Sonic, you know, like
1: <laughs> movie. Worst decision ever.
0: That's what I want: is a Sonic movie game.
1: I hope. That happens. I don't know why. <laughs> Do you think they would? <laughs> I I don't know that. what to think anymore, Marcin, because that's going to exist. True. The Sonic movie exists,
2: so why not a Sonic movie game? Why not?
3: It's got like loot it crates. You yeah. know what I mean? Like this is bringing on. It's got loot crates, and uh, yeah. half of the game is actually uh, paid for. DLC, but it's on disc, you know, so it okay. just takes up all that space.
1: Oh, so you want Capcom to make this one? Who? I would also say Mortal Kombat, but yeah. Um. So mm-hmm. yeah, we don't know. Who knows? uh phew, man. But next question by Sernex in the Discord. Uh, he asks odds of Apollo of uh, the odds of Apollo smile. Oh my fucking god! Odds <laughs> of Apollo. Smile actually being found and rehired, I guess. Um, Apollo Smile is the voice of Oolala in the Space Channel 5 uh, series. And she also did some stuff for sci-fi. She was basically like a real-life anime girl. Um, I don't know. I guess she disappeared to help her family out or something. But uh,
0: she's... God, like, what do you mean by being found? I, I have no idea what's She's, going on here.
1: She sort of disappeared, um, out of her. She did some, she did, she hosted a late night anime show on Sci-Fi for a while, and she was the voice of Ula La. And I guess she had a little kind of a music career, uh, and then she just sh- sort of disappeared in the early 2000s. And uh, people were saying that uh, a member of her family got really sick, and she just kind of stopped everything to take care of them. So, uh, and she's not really done anything since like 2006 or so. Let's see here. Yeah, that's what I'm seeing anyway in my quick research. But, um, so I think, uh, he asked that because, uh, the space channel five VR game, uh, is at PAX East the weekend that we're recording this. So people are talking about space channel five again a little bit. What do you guys think? Is she going to come back? I mean,
2: I'm pretty sure she's not kidnapped. So if the money's there and if they would like her to be the voice of Oolala, I don't see why not.
0: Yeah, I guess they're actually trying to find her. Like, I just searched it on Twitter and they're actually, like, um, like whatever oh, yeah, company what is developing the Space Channel 5 VR is, is sent out a tweet. Like, if anyone knows anything about mm-hmm. Apollo Smile, please email us. It's kind of interesting. Yeah,
1: that's pretty... that. That's kind of crazy. Um I mean
0: so they're trying to get her back to voice the VR mm-hmm. version of Space Channel 5.
1: Yeah. That's, That's cool. That'd be cool if she came back. Who knows. Uh it's it's also interesting that someone can even actually disappear in this day and age <laughs> or like go off the grid, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Um but uh
0: I mean I, I have no know. I have no I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't care. Like, I'm, I'm sure they could find another voice actress that sounds enough like her. Yeah, it's, it would be fine.
1: So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, she apparently recorded an EP with the band Rockbot. So go check that out, I guess. Um, you can find like old videos of her hosting the sci-fi stuff. And it's pretty fun to go back and watch that kind of that stuff. Um, hey, it'd be cool if she was brought back. Uh, and then uh, one more question from the Discord from Mr. Haru. <clears throat> he asks why do you believe people still think the sega dreamcast is coming back it doesn't seem feasible in any way and i can't honestly understand why anyone would think this if they paid attention at all to any gaming news in the past decade and uh cuz people want to keep the dream alive and and they are they are in their own world is my answer
0: <laughs> man i remember back this was like maybe 2004 Or so 2005 maybe and it was leading up to e3 and there was all these rumors that were being posted on the old like sega forums and someone posted up these um uh, some photos that it was supposedly behind the scenes at e3 that had these um, big pallets of boxes that said like dreamcast 2 on them and i remember getting i i fucking bought it hook line and sinker i was like holy <laughs> fucking shit like it's be it's it's real it's happening uh i i told it looked so legit and this is before really the days of like you know everything was photoshopped and everything was fake and wait
3: wait 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 wait. okay i don't want to cut you off but come on shenlong were, were you there for the egm april fools joke right like Remember Shenlong was a hidden character yes. in Street mm-hmm. Fighter. So don't tell me like this was before it, fake yeah, mock-ups. You know, right,
0: <laughs> know. yeah, you would see it like, in dude. magazines. Same to
3: but... Sega, right? Right on the box. like <laughs> yeah,
0: It was, it, it, but the thing is, i I tried to find that image. It's nowhere on the internet now. And so I, I know that I saw it, but I think Peter it just Moore's goes got to, like, all. probably, <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I think it's it's one of those things where, and it's unlike most other you know platforms I've ever seen before, but I think the Dreamcast showed so much promise, but it never was able to live up to its potential because Sega had to pull the plug on it so early and people just wanted more from that system. And the fact that um, it's been continued to be, uh, you know, like games have continued to come out on it, indie games and, you know, even some bigger studios have made ports to, Um, the Dreamcast has just kind of continued that ray of hope, uh, and I think that is one of the biggest reasons why people just want the Dreamcast to come back again, you know?
2: Yeah, but yeah, like you said, and I mean, it's all, its again, it's the whole culture of nostalgia and thinking like, you know, back then it, it was better than how it is now, and people have this yearning to go back to when they were younger or whatever, and that's just like a prevalent thing that people that exists in humanity and you know, this is no different, you know, with like the re-releases of the consoles that we're going to talk about in a, in a second with like the Genesis mini and you have the super SNES and mini and the NES and people get in lines for this stuff, you know, I don't know. It's, it's a, it's definitely a money, ma- uh, there's a lot of money to be made in the, that, that, business and yeah, nostalgia sells, obviously.
1: <laughs>
3: So. Thank
1: you, You're welcome. <laughs> I don't yep. know. I wish I could be in that world, but I'm not. Where I mean, the Dreamcast serious, two is if coming? If the
3: Dreamcast Two came out, I mean, let's be honest. Aside from from hundred thousand hardcore fans out there, like what? Honestly, the average consumer is going to be like, can't wait to get one of those
0: Eternal Champions Two Day God One. Uh, Sonic, the God movie, man. the game, day one.
3: <laughs> Best what? lineup ever. Huh? Right? <laughs> <laughs> rise of the Robots, Rise Again. And right? they have you at <laughs> a new
0: Shining Force game, which you buy it, I guarantee you.
3: I want more Rise of in titles. Rise of the Rise of the Robots, Rising. You rise know? of day-
0: <laughs> Redux.
1: Yeah. And then Daytona USA.
3: And I want a sequel to Street Fighter, the movie, the game which I guess Sonic in the movie, the game that Street Fighter, the movie, the game was. that was a piece of work Ugh. Ugh. especially on the Saturn it like loaded twice as twice as long as the PlayStation version I mean, the Dreamcast, did you guys ever bootleg your PlayStation games on that? Remember Bleem?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I bootleg like S. Super Nintendo ROMs on the Dreamcast I did no,
0: that they had, you, you could play uh, Grand Theft Auto with Bleem and yeah there's
1: Metal Gear Solid and stuff. Bleem yeah. gas. Somehow that sold in stores and people weren't arrested immediately.
0: <laughs> they did eventually get shut down.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, but that's all for the mail sack, though. So we're going to zip it on up and put it away. Nobody wants to see my sack. Yeah, I feel like your sack was out for like quite a bit. At least like I, half an hour. I mean, it, the weather's nice. So, you know, at the air it out. Yep. Guns <laughs> out. or I mean, sun's out. Sacks out. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna All get right. Bart, speaking of the Mega Vision store that's gonna be on a shirt uh, sorry go ahead <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so
2: why don't we just get through a, a bit of news now so i think one of the biggest things that are that's been happening this week for sega fans is the sega fest to vol of news that's been coming from sega fest um well uh, probably the first and foremost is the Genesis Mini uh was announced to be heading to the West uh September nineteenth, twenty nineteen. So it'll have over forty games, including Sonic, obviously. Eagle the Dolphin, Castlevania Bloodlines. It'll be $80. Um, it's around 55, or the unit's approximately 5% of the size of the original Model 1 Genesis. Um, it'll come with two replica three button USB controllers, uh, USB to micro, USB power cable, and an HDMI cable. Um, many feared that At Games was still working with uh, Sega uh, for the Genesis Mini. They actually uh, are not. Uh, Long time collaborators, M2's handling the ports, and uh, they've worked on the Sega Ages series and the Sega 3D Classics collection. So, um, other games that will be uh, in this mini version of the Genesis include Space Hero 2, Shining Force, Toad Gem and Roll, Comic Zone, Altered Beasts, and Gunstar Heroes. Um, so, it says there's going to be 40 classic games. Um, first of all, are you guys going to get it? And what other games do you think are going to be on this console for the West... First, gotta say
0: what the hell with them including three button controllers. Like the Japanese the versions fuck? are getting the six button controllers. Yeah. And we're getting stuck with a three button ones. That's some bullshit right there. No well,
3: eternal we champions. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we don't know yet. These uh, are the that would be games.
3: great if they included but only gave it the three <laughs> oh, button <God>. controller. <laughs> oh,
0: oh, this is man. gonna
3: be the twentieth different uh mega drive console you own, right, Chris? This year. Like, just this year alone, is this going to um, break the record for the amount of Mega Drives you've bought in one year? It
0: <laughs> could be, actually. Um, I'm going to buy it, of course. Fuck. Of course. <laughs> like I'm going to buy this thing. Um, and especially because <laughs> M2 is doing it. M2 yeah, yeah. is legit. I mean, they've done all the Sega, um, the Classics collections. They've been doing the Sega Ages stuff. Anything they touch is amazing. Um, I'm really interested in learning um, about about if there, if this is going to be like a a software emulation type thing like the at games um and all the other clone consoles um or if they're going to do something like analog did where it's an actually FPGA so you're going to get more accurate i think if they don't go that route and this is kind of like a system on a chip that the analog uh system is still going to be the one to to have the most accurate gameplay um but it's at, going to be at a fraction of the cost you know it's going to be because it's going to be about half or 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 more than half um cheaper than what the analog is at $80. Um they've announced that there's 10 games like you said Morrison I think there's going to be um 40 in all so there's probably going to be a, another 30 games that they're going to announce um in the in the, the coming weeks or so leading up to this. So it does have shining force on it, Rob. No.
3: Oh, yeah, 4, yeah. Hey, look, you, you know I'm one of the few people out there who's like, unless it's shipping with extra blast processing, I just don't know how many more of the same consoles I can own. You know, and, and I might have emulation of the actual consoles. Sometimes there's a difference for me. You know, I get that, you know, it's not a hundred percent accurate, but I remember like I got in this argument with arcade emulation where my friend was like, well, it's not the same. And you know, true arcade, you get this many frames per second. And I used to explain to them, when I played Street Fighter in the arcades, it, Like that arcade might be in a bowling alley and the controls were half broken and there would be cigarette burns everywhere. Like It wasn't always the perfect experience in the arcade either. And with the, the Genesis and the Mega Drive, if, if you had a shitty controller, that game changed drastically too. Like I remember my controllers breaking all the time uh, for some reason. So I think this is good that they're making good on quality hardware, right? with with real games versus what Sony did with the PlayStation Classic. I think that PlayStation Classic really uh the numbers don't lie, right? <laughs> like, no, sold like right. shit and it, and and they're, you know, they've they, they can't just puke these things out, you know? So, mm-hmm. I'm glad that they're doing it right. Um I'm more concerned like how come Sega never bothered to do a Master System mini, you know, like like because they, they know kinda, no one would buy it, huh? Well, well, you said that, Chris. That's uh, that's something you're gonna have to own later on to those people. <laughs> no master of darkness, huh? <laughs>
0: no, I'm not saying there's not great games.
3: All on right, it, just but the,
0: you, you know what's funny though is that um, who is the um, the the CEO of uh, the Brazilian um, company that Sega worked with? Um, sh- Me. No, I am the Br- Brazilian company that that released and published all the game, all the Sega games in Brazil. Tech
2: toy.
0: Tech toy. Thank you. Um, He, he told us a really funny story in our interview um, with him back in one of the earlier issues of mega visions where they wanted his plan originally was that they were going to release a master version or master um, system version of like their, uh, their clone system. But they put a poll up to allow everyone to vote. And he assumed that the Master System version was going to win because it was so popular in uh, Brazil. But the, um, the Genesis version ended up winning. And so they're they like, oh, shit. Like, what are we going to do now? Then all these plans already laid out for the Master System version of it. But then they had to basically scrap everything. And that's when they ended up, I think they came up, um, they, they, they struck a deal with Ad Games to basically import at game systems into brazil and release those there um so it's funny if, if they hadn't gone that route and created the poll, we could have seen a master system clone console released in brazil which would have been kind of crazy
2: yeah and the, and the genesis was even popular like it was still actively selling up until not that
1: long ago <laughs>
3: And then they been, just put
1: Duke Nukem on it or something out it there.
2: It would have
3: been great if they also came out with mini versions of this this the, the, the Sega CD and the 32X just to yes. fuck with people and buying peripherals again, you know? Like <laughs> <laughs> you have Sega to actually CD. stack them up. You know <laughs> <laughs> Is this though that'd this be
2: something? funny for like just aesthetics where it doesn't even do anything? You just plug it in just for shits.
1: I think that'd be funny. I'd do it. I mean I'd buy it. Let's do it. Let's make it. We can make it.
0: Is there is there any way Sega could what could Sega do to make this? Because obviously there's so many Genesis clone consoles Bro, out there. I mean, we just they could make
3: some that. new Genesis games. They could make Shining Force Four at Genesis specs and put yeah, it on the Why don't you? They, if they're going to release these consoles, why don't they make some new games at the 16-bit level? You I know, think that'd like be
2: smart. Honestly, like
3: I just, I just, I'm tr- like I said, I'm struggling to find a reason about the same thing. I know we we just want to keep doing it. You know, but I mean, the Polymega at least added the fact that you could use the games that you currently own that are just sitting there, you know, like, so there's that benefit um, and that you could download digital versions because if you don't want to spend $700 for Panzer Dragon Saga, um, but for me, it I just think like, okay, so Nintendo is doing that thing where they let, they're developing that new Zelda game with the, 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 the the beat game, um, right. right? But why can't you know they also say, hey, let's take a dev- indie developer. You know, Sega could be like, hey, you Sonic Mania could have easily been on that system too. You know what I mean? Like it the 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 hardware powering the emulation smart enough to run more than just what the hardware was capable of. You know, at this point, so that's a great way to bring some indie developers to these systems. You know to like package them in with the system. And there's also a brand new game. You know, there's a brand new fucking Sonic game. There there's a brand new, what else was big on that system? Shining Force. I mean, Madden, that'd be hilarious, right? Madden 2019, but it's okay. all 16 bit, you know, like <laughs> NHL hockey. I don't know something. So that's a good,
0: that's an interesting idea. And I think that could be one of the only things that they, that... not the only thing, but that would be a good, way for sega to generate some some excitement over this because it feels like they're kind of just late to the party you know like everyone else has kind of done this already obviously nintendo's been hitting home runs with their um mini systems then you got you know sony that's done that and it seems like now here comes sega finally releasing theirs um you know at towards the end of the year and you know by the way there's already been you know four or five other different um versions of the the genesis release i mean even hyperkin has released a new um you know genesis uh, clone system this year um which i have not bought rob i've not bought that one i don't plan on, on getting that one <laughs> i like but, how um, he's
3: just like rob's gonna check me on this i gotta be careful
0: no, i already know No, I, I don't have to be careful i just like to uh try to call me out on that um, oh yeah, yeah but uh like you but anyway, so I just, I don't know. I think Sega has to do something with this. Um, they have to do something more. They can't just r- r- say like, oh, by the way, here's 40 pre-installed games, and you can use your Genesis games in this system, and, you know, here you go. I, there's got to be something more there because everyone has already done this already. So if it's not something like what you mentioned earlier, Rob, I, I'm not going to get that excited about it, you know, and I don't, I don't know if other people will either on a large scale.
1: Yeah. We'll see what other games release on it too. Um, they did it 40 for what it's worth. Um, the classic NES only had 30 and then the SNES had less. So they've got more, I don't know. Uh, and that Castlevania games on there, which I guess is kind of pricey if you try to hunt it down or whatever, isn't it? Uh, bloodlines or whatever bloodlines, it's called. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I'm I'm, yeah, but also at the same time, there's been how many Genesis collections actually released by Sega, not even the consoles. So it does seem a little late, but I don't know. I am pissed about the three button controller thing because it's like I uh, although it's USB input, so maybe other things will work on it. But even like the ones like
2: they've announced, like they've even released some on like their, you know, Sega forever mobile platforms. Like I feel like some of the ones that they've already announced that, which have been released like a dozen times, you know, you could probably should have thrown in some that were
1: new, maybe that you haven't released as frequently, but Hey, whatever. So um, we're gonna see every other vector man on here, right? Exactly. Uh, we're going to see gonna maybe Ristar. What's that?
3: Vector Man's one thing, but have you ever played Pepsi Man? I've. Uh, wasn't that confirmed on something? I've
1: played Spot. That's <laughs> seven 0 Cool Spot. Yeah. Noid. not played.
3: I not played. The I knew Noid was Nintendo. Count down to Noid. Chris is just throwing out random '80s characters. Spud McKenzie. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think that. Right. I don't think he never, had a game. Had a he
0: never had a game.
3: He should have. <laughs> should have. See, that would be the new game I would put on. the the mega drive re-release would be now with spuds mckenzie
1: Mm -hmm. you
3: know like i would would make a madden clone but with the bud bowl right remember we talked about that like we could do the bud bowl game yep right Uh,
1: with terry cruz oh geez that could work or maybe he's spuds um and also, it's coming out September 19th, 2019, so I don't know if they were trying to have fun with that, but the nine thing. They
2: definitely were. Yay. I was definitely conscious.
1: Hooray. A conscious
2: decision. Um, but yeah, so I, I, I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to try and just ask Sega for a version to review. Yeah. Fucking, <laughs> hey,
1: Sega, guess what? We need one of these. What do you say? Yeah, what do you say?
0: Yeah, we'll see how that
2: goes.
0: Yeah, get back remember, to me on
3: that one. Chris, remember that time we asked the Neo Geo guys to get a review copy of the Neo Geo Mini Arcade thing, and he just could not fathom what you were talking about. Yeah, they just—he just acted like he
0: couldn't understand English at that point.
3: Oh, good. He understood English perfectly until we asked for something. (laughs) He's like, "What do you
0: mean? What do you mean?" Because he he asked me, he's like, "What could we do to you know like get people to cover this?" I was like, "Well, you know, like you should be sending out like review." units to people and he just acted like i just started speaking a completely different language than what we had been up to that point it was really funny
3: we were speaking to him in perfect english for like a half hour and then all of a sudden i don't understand you know (laughs) (laughs) it was was quite hilarious yeah it was great
1: maybe that was like the uh what's it called um when you say something that triggers someone to actually act like who they are what is that called you know what I mean? Uh you say like a code word and it triggers the the spy to go insane. Oh right, yeah. <laughs> maybe that was you just turned off his <laughs> you just turned him switch hit it off or on or something like for a him. The camera, yeah. are like a, a sleeper agent. Yeah, that's it. Sleeper agent. Yeah, that thing. Um, there you go. You Triggered said like a word word or something, which was review unit, and he's just like bum, bum, and, boom, so the- up and <laughs> couldn't speak English. Break it down.
0: So, okay, just um before we move on, uh, so they just released it looks like they just released some high-res um images of the the uh, Genesis Mini. What's crazy is that it only has USB imports for the controller ports. So you can't use like real genesis oh, controllers right right, and right So i was hoping that that was just going to be like a an add-on thing like the usb inputs but mm-hmm. no this is like you'll only be able to use usb uh input uh controllers yeah so, so that's
1: that. what i was saying in regards to maybe you know not the three button but like i have a little six button kind of sega saturn knockoff controller i use on my pc maybe i can use that
0: what you could do the two is the the eight bit dough uh controllers Right. Uh, they it does have a, a mini USB input and and the output is regular USB. So you should be able to use those, but they're going to be wired. Um mm-hmm. it's not going to be a uh, wireless because the um I want to say the Bluetooth dongle is actually like the um is it is it DB9? It's the old uh the actual Genesis um Oh yeah. input. It it connects to that. So you wouldn't be able to use the Bluetooth version, but you I think you should be able to use the um uh, bit Bitdo controllers on it. Which, gotcha. which would be way better than probably the, the controllers that Sega is going to put out. Yeah.
1: Like I got, um, I mentioned forever ago, I got a 32 X and CD finally all together. And with that, um, it came uh, with that came two three button controllers. And I had not used those in so long. I was like, Oh fuck, this even feels weird. Cause I've always been using those little six button controllers for us since I had them. So this is, it's cool from nostalgia, but at the same time, it's like, that's the inferior controller, dude. <laughs> but who knows? Yep. But yeah, so now we'll just kind of
2: smoothly jump into the next piece of news with uh, soccer Wars. So Project Soccer Wars is coming to the West after over basically 20 years of it just staying in Japan. Um it's coming to PS4 with a 2020 uh, spring 2020 Western release. Um, it was revealed at Sega Fest, and uh, it'll feature a brand new cast who are part of a new Imperial Assault, uh, assault Force. After the past group disappeared uh, a decade ago, um, it's coming out Winter 2019 in Japan. Um, they're not uh, the designs for the characters are not by Kasuke uh, Fujishima at this time, but it's actually uh, I'm gonna go with. Tite, I was going to say Titty Kubo of Bleach Fame. <laughs> uh, Nailed
0: it. Titty. Oh
2: boy. Um, <laughs> um, and also another newcomer to the staff is senior writer Jiro Ishii. Um, so other people from the previous games uh, are, are making a comeback, including Kuwait Tanaka on music and she's creator Uji Hiroi. Um, uh, the so i mean so essentially you know this game is uh it's a half dating sim half tactical role playing game half visual novel um and yeah i mean i saw the trailer it looks pretty pretty fantastic i've never played the Sakura games i've never imported them but i I, i've read about them i understand the concept um so I, I, it's interesting that it's finally actually getting a Western release, maybe because of so many other games that are similar in nature that have been popular in the past decade. So they figured, why the fuck not bring? I'm sure there's a,
0: a niche audience for this. Um, oh, but for sure. I'll be honest, like this is not a game for me. Like, I, I, I'm i not going to play uh, a dating sim or a you know visual novels those just this is not my cup of tea but that's okay like i know that there is uh, a, a a fan base out there for that because i've seen it on twitter like there's people that have been asking for this for a long time for them to release the um, these uh, more of these games in the west so i think it's cool that Sega is acknowledging that they have other ip uh outside of japan you know because they have been Developing these games for so long, and they just ha- they haven't left uh, Japan, and so it's kind of neat that they're doing this now.
3: I have yeah. a feeling if the game was called Soccer Wars X Yakuza, Chris would be there day one. <laughs> you know, maybe, like, yeah, maybe. I, I, I think. think you.
1: Chris just kind of convinced me that he has a closet of games like these and very many dating sims and that he really wants no one to know about it the way he just talked about
0: about this oh, yeah, yeah. Genre. I'll show you my uh, my game closet when you get here. What was, that, <laughs> what
2: was that one on the DS? What was that one on the DS call? Like Sprong or something?
1: Oh god, I don't know. I did uh was that the last one that was out? I know there's a PS2 game. Um, what's it called? Something like Love Me tender I don't remember oh, so long my love or something yeah I don't care <laughs> <laughs> any any thoughts or opinions on this uh, it's, it's cool they're acknowledging it like Chris said uh, they're bringing other stuff over here <laughs> that just kind of disappeared for no reason
2: yeah I agree I mean it was immensely popular during the Saturn and Dreamcast era in, in Japan and yeah and then they kind of migrated over to PS2 and yeah and now they're seeing a resurrection of the game for ps4 and
1: everyone's getting to play it but i digress uh the next can we game, call that guy that a titty kubo can we just call him tight kubo the t-i-t tight yeah
2: tight kubo
1: <laughs> uh,
2: uh that's what i'll call him if i ever have to read his name again nice. um so sega reveals another Sar- uh, mario and sorry i was gonna say
0: Hello? Uh-oh. Did oh, he maybe. die for everybody? Yeah, yeah it's, it's he just went off. Um, oh, he the, got Mario's
1: he, name wrong and that was it. Yep. Is he, he's still here. He's still right? in the thing. Um,
3: this happened to him once while you were getting tea.
1: Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Did he have to come back on?
3: He came back on.
0: Okay, well, wait a minute. Um,
1: I pinged him in the Facebook thing. Yeah. Sario and Monik.
0: Well, the good thing was it was like right in between a uh, a yeah. little news bit so we can just roll it into that.
1: Um, That'll be an easy edit too. Yeah. And it'll give me a chance to watch the video of the announcement.
0: Yeah, you should watch it because it's actually really cool. I wanted to talk about the actual video, okay. not in the games, but
1: um, I think my connection might have dropped. <laughs> uh oh, there you are. We hear you now, though. Are you like in the chat twice or anything? Oh, you no, are.
0: Uh, oh, oh on, on my end,
1: anyway, I see two marsons It does, Me but too. the
0: other one will drop out in a minute. Yeah. Um, we're only getting one audio from him, so that's right. good. So um, uh, if, yeah. you, if you want, Marson, you can just roll back into that one.
2: Yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> uh, transitioning into the next game um, is Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games. Tokyo 2020, they announced that, and then three other Olympic games. Um, it's pretty self-explanatory. Um, Mario and Sonic, they're going to partake in a bunch of games in the Olympics. And, yeah, uh, things like tennis, basketball, volleyball, and motorsports. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not really excited about it. It's, it's, its you know, it's pretty standard. Anytime the Olympics rolls around, they... <laughs> push out Mario and Sonic to compete against each other in that city. So
0: I I looked at the, the, the gameplay trailers and they honestly look just like every other Olympic game that they've released, you know, the past few years. Um, So it's not really doing anything for me from that standpoint. I will say though, the, the actual video they released was, was I thought really well done, just really well produced. Um, It basically has this uh, little kid talking to his grandfather uh, and he's telling him about uh, the Olympics and how there's these new games coming out, and um, there's kind of a reveal at the end that that his grandfather, um, I forget his name, was actually won the gold medal in like powerlifting in the Olympics, like way back in the day. So he's like an actual gold medal Olympian. Uh, it was just a, kind of a really neat, uh, you know, surprise towards the end of the trailer. I thought that was really well done, and it's it's neat. I wish Sega did more kind of stuff like this. It almost felt like in an It may have been like produced by Nintendo, uh, but it felt like something that you'd see from Nintendo, um, just done uh, really, really well. And so I thought that was probably the most interesting uh, part about this whole uh, reveal, I guess.
1: Uh, I'm watching the trailer now. There's fucking Sonic skateboarding, so I don't care what you say, Chris. That's the coolest thing about this trailer. Sonic on a skateboard.
0: There is also... (laughs) um, uh robotnik in one of the the races he's like in uh, shorts and a tank top racing <laughs> i thought that was pretty awesome too yeah huh? know.
1: yeah they're like <laughs> dancing as they run but that is a, that's a very nintendo commercial though for
0: sure yeah it was it was I well just done.
3: uh i just think this is a missed opportunity for sega to use the only characters that should be representing them in the olympics and that is the eternal champions <laughs> Truly, the eternal champions all the gold should be. It. Yeah, they, all of them are champions, and we could get the Queen soundtrack very on there. Story game, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'd be great. They show up impale Mario, Mario run, through like the, the Yeah, they just Capital the people. <laughs> 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 yeah.
1: That'd be good. I'm down for that. One of these, they announced like four titles at the end: the Olympic Games, which is the official like game of the Olympics, then Mario and Sonic, but then Mario and Sonic Olympic Games Arcade Edition. Is that just the cell phone version? I guess it's probably yeah, like the mobile version on an arcade.
3: If it's
2: anything like the one I played at the arcade, yeah.
3: Oh right, yeah. And then there's also Sonic. Twenty five cents. Oh what? (laughs) Every time you lose, it charges you twenty five cents directly to your your account on the somehow <laughs> yeah it's the arcade edition.
1: and then the last in. title is sonic at the olympic games which just sounds like an episode but okay i don't know what that one is what kind
0: of hijinks is he gonna get in this time
1: i don't I mean, know the
2: olympics take place in tokyo so they really want to go out all out with their
3: you know who brands wants- who made fallout fallout 4 bethesda Bethesda I want Bethesda to make Sonic after the Olympic Games, where it's just the <laughs> militarized zone that the Olympics ruined, you know, like you know every time the Olympics leave, they always ruin a country and it's all like broken down, and you gotta run through the ruins of
2: yeah, that happened in Salt Lake City, Utah. I don't know
3: uh Salt Lake just looks like that it's oh, a, okay.
1: yeah. it that that does basically <laughs> happen. They build an arena and then it just never gets used again, so yeah, Sonic after the Olympics. Oh, yeah, like Sonic After the Sequel. There we go. All right, we're tailoring it. And now put that on the Mega Drive Mini something.
0: (laughs) I think there's one more piece of uh, news that we have before we move on to the game industry news. Do you guys want to talk about that for a minute?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's not that much, um, but, you know, know releases and everything and Sega Fest is going crazy so they announced that uh, multiple games are being confirmed for the Sega Ages line which is the uh that's what they've been doing on the Switch with M2 has been doing those um similar to how they had them on the 3DS with like little tweaks here and there uh but they said that Shinobi, Wonder Boy, Fantasy Zone, G-Lock, uh, Puzzle Action, and Airzog's Vi, which is a shmup kind of thing are all going to be put on there, which I think is cool. The more, the merrier. Um, it's given me a reason to maybe buy a switch. So, yeah. What do you guys think?
2: I mean, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm pretty indifferent. <laughs> I think Sound it's pretty enthused. cool though to get those games. Yeah.
0: It's, but, you know, enthused. like I just, I want Sega just to, to release different <clears throat> games. I mean, I feel like most yeah. of these games are are just been the same kind of games that have been released, like Shinobi, Wonder Boy, Monster World, Fantasy Zone. Uh, a lot of these games have been released on, you know, M2's done them on the 3DS already, and so it's it's hard to get really excited about them, you know, because it's just we've done this before, you know. Like, go, there's there's other games out there, Sega, you know. Go and, right. and revisit some of those, uh, and and put a, a new spin on it. But um, that's cool, I guess. You know, <laughs> I just I, I I can't get excited about them. It's 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 like. You know, when Sega announces Sonic 2 is going to come to a new platform, like, oh, it's going to yeah. come out to on, you know, like the new Google, you know, system like, OK, sure. Yeah, that, that's the thing that's happening.
1: But I'm trying to see if Airzog vi has been released on anything. I don't think it's really been released anywhere else. So that's kind of exciting.
0: And that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about is like, do yeah. focus on things like that, you know, that, that have not been released elsewhere. And um, I, I would love them to start looking at some of their, you know, Saturn stuff or, you know, mm-hmm. like, get CD stuff, stuff that's just not available out there. And it's not in, you know, like it, it's hard to even go and get these games now. Like, even if you're looking for the physical versions of them, just because they're so expensive or there's just so, uh, you know, like the production run was so low, it's hard to get them because uh, there's just not a lot out there. Like, go and, Look at those games. That's what would get me excited about these.
1: Yeah, yeah. The well, the Airzogs Vi, any of the shmups on Genesis are, for some reason, pricey. So it's cool they're doing that. But I agree. Saturn Library, I'd I'd eat that up. God damn it, put the Saturn Mini out. Put Oh, boy. Just don't get me started. But that's all I got on my end, though. And I guess that's what Sega's been up to.
0: Yeah, it's um, and I think Sega Fest is still actually ongoing um, throughout the mm-hmm. weekend, so we're still going to get some more news about it. Um, so check back uh, on our website, and we'll uh, have some more news. Uh, yeah, sorry
1: we didn't know everything about the Sonic movie and you know everything else that they probably surely announced. Uh, what what else do you guys think that they announced on there for sure, for certain? This is a joke. Um,
2: Shenmue
1: Five. <clears throat> Shenmue Five. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and Amy yeah. Rosemania, I think as well.
0: So there we go. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so for some game industry news, um, there's been a lot going out there, but I thought this was kind of a an interesting topic, and uh, I think hopefully it'll generate some some cool discussion. So uh, apparently, in uh, the upcoming Mortal Kombat 11, uh, Nether Realm has confirmed that uh, they are desexualizing some of their female. Uh, characters in the game and uh, the game's art director, Steve Barron uh, confirmed that recently. And I guess they've been releasing some of the, uh, the new uh, character art and you can see that. And a lot of the, the, the female characters have been uh, have new outfits that ha- are, you know, like not revealing like they used to be in, in previous Mortal Kombat games. Um, and, I don't know. I I know a lot of people are upset by this. A lot of people will get upset by this kind of idea. Um, And I just wanted to throw out to you guys, like what, what do you guys think about this piece of news? Does it, uh, does it matter to you? Do you care? What do you think? Of
1: all the series in the world that should not give a shit about censorship, you would think Mortal Kombat would be one of them.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh,
2: Yeah. I mean, I would agree with, with that. um, Because again, like we were kind of talking about earlier is like, if if the, if the worry is, you know, that it's they're overtly sexual, I feel like that's such a strange thing to be worried about when, you know, your <laughs> games have been always focused upon fatalities and you're, like, literally, like, shoving people's heads up their own asses, you know, like, <laughs> ripping their spines out. So I feel like, you know, having some extra skin is, like, the least of your worries, you know? I, I, I thought, you know, the what uh, was it in Deception, I think it was. Or no, is it was in the MK nine version? Like if you could get like Melina and her like five bandages or whatever. I'm like, yeah, that's, <laughs> I mean, I guess that's cool. I guess like I, no one's like fapping to like these 3d models. At least I'm not.
0: Oh, I don't know about
2: that. <coughs> Mar-
1: right. Have you been on the internet lately? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I
2: know. But I, what I'm saying is like, I, I, I think, I think for me, the, the issue is like, if they're thinking like it's overtly sexual, where they basically cover up them mostly and that their excuse, their reasoning is because they're overtly sexual But then, like, you know, or they also said it was for, like, practical purposes, you know, because, you know, like, if you're in a battle, (coughs) you're not going to be exactly uh, on the winning side if you're just, you know, in a, you know, thong and in a bra. Um, But, like, then you'd have to kind of go with like the opposite side too, because there are plenty of guys that are just like in pants and no shirt or whatever, you know? So like, if that's your logic, then I don't understand why you wouldn't do that for the other side as well. Um, but, but I don't know for me also, I think some of them did need a better, uh, character design as well. But it, it, it like, you know, some of the characters I think did need an overhaul. Like, uh, Scarlet, I think her new design is actually much better than what they gave her in Mortal Kombat 9. She looked pretty generic in 9, and in this one she looks pretty badass. So um that's not a problem. But like p- also people complaining about that, you know, they're covering them up more. Honestly, in Mortal Kombat 1 and, and 2, they were pretty covered up anyway. Like Sonya Blade was in in Mortal Kombat 1, she had a headband, a sports bra, and like a long, you know long pants and and sneakers you know like they weren't exactly scandally clad in that either so i don't know I anyone think else
0: depends. have a piece? Yeah, no it's i was just waiting for you to finish Marson. but um, i just, I just like right. Marson hanging out
3: there like yeah. for support <laughs> you know like guys
0: <laughs> i don't know if this is like um, <laughs> i think it's more telling of kind of like where we are I guess culturally in our society, where where we want to to desexualize everything, but we're okay with like this over the top graphic violence. But like that's okay. Like it's okay to to rip a woman's heart out, and it's okay to portray that in a video game. But like don't dare like show like her skin because that is you know that's you know uh, like sexualizing her, and you know that that it just seems really hypocritical in a way. And I just if you're gonna be okay with all this over-the-top violence like why draw the line at like sexualization of the characters i guess
3: welcome to any form of censorship there's nothing new about this i mean we're basically right back where we were at night trap you know mm-hmm. like like nothing's changed it's just hilarious given that you know it's mortal combat When it used to be like what system has the blood no systems now like, i don't know like i don't I don't care if they're half naked or not. My, my problems with Mortal Kombat is the animation still sucks and the engine looks like shit. So, you know what I mean? If you guys want to throw in realistic women and men in there too, go right on ahead because I'm not buying the fucking game either way. Like, I, I just think that the, the people that want Mortal Kombat want over the top everything. You know, it's kind of like when they try to make the WWE realistic. It's like I don't know if that's what we should be doing with the WWE. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I get what we well, got UFC. It's this ain't the same thing, guys. Like, you know, like you <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't
2: put them back in the early '90s of like you know the Trash Man and all that kind of stuff. Like, I
0: wouldn't.
3: want yeah. the characters like and the over-the-topness. Like that's the more, yeah, Man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, i, I, I like, I like those, those i like the current characters the, better i just get freaked out by gold dust but uh yeah so i don't know like this is a game when they made the dc game and all the chicks were covered up no one cared it's just because they said something that now people are going to be like if they just be like these are the new designs oh those are the new designs i mean sonia blade wasn't overtly sexual in the first mortal Kombat game she was fully clothed yeah they got more they got less clothed as the games went on by the time you get to mortal Kombat 3 remember the goro chick what was it shiva what was her name yeah and she was Sheva. literally just boobs and a wig <laughs> i was like an elvira you know with with the uh, teeth and nails so you know like First Mortal Kombat game wasn't overtly sexual, and even the ninja chicks in Mortal Kombat Two were fairly clothed. You know, I don't. Yeah, so guys, I don't. If they had just been like, we're going back to the original, you know, feeling of the whatever, fine. But you know, I mean, the idea that that America has no problem with violence, but has a total issue with sexuality, ain't nothing new, guys. Like I'm 40 years old, and I remember this argument when I was a kid. You know, I, I want to go back to when we were afraid of Dungeons and Dragons. You know, can we go back to that hysteria? <laughs> <laughs> that those those people, those devil worshippers. You know, now our game will be free of devil worshiping. Not Mortal Kombat. We want our devil worshiping, you know. Like.
0: <laughs> I don't know though, because like back in the '80s, man, like you go back and look at like there were movies that were like PG and they showed boobs in it. Like I remember How the Duck. I was like, that was one of my first movies. You remember I when no into. one
3: went and saw that t- movie too, Chris? Remember how nobody? <laughs> And believe well,
0: I, me, I, I think the that argument was
3: she rating. sleeps with a duck. It's disgusting. I remember the argument <laughs> because my uncles were fucking having it. <laughs> you <know? laughs> yeah, so. But you go back
0: and look at that, like it, 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 I think it ha- definitely has changed um, some from in the '80s because the, the, it seemed like pop culture was was kind of okay with with nudity and, and things in in movies. Um, even at the PG and PG-13 rating, uh, whereas today it's I think it's 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 really scaled back and it's it's not okay anymore. And you got a movie with any nudity on it, and you're looking at a, an R rating uh, now. But um, just to go back to Mortal Kombat, I mean, this is their game. I, I honestly I I don't care either way. It's it's I can I can understand how some fans uh, of the series uh, don't like it. But at the end of the day, I think the game looks amazing. Um, it, Marson, you've been I playing the beta. Great. Is is the game? Uh, I, I
2: think it looks great. I mean, I don't know what Rob's talking about. I mean, I know he's like, you know, you you have your you're an artist and whatnot. But I think I think no, that
3: I, this isn't me as an artist. I, I I just don't get the whole. I don't get the overly CGI bland lighting, but it's got a lot of blood and guts and shiny stuff. It just looks like a souped up PS3 engine. It did the last game they made and then this game I don't see much of a difference. It's just I don't I don't get the the, the visual leap. You know, I but I've never looked the look guys. And this is because I'm an artist. The last time I liked a Mortal Kombat game visually was Mortal Kombat 2. I thought they were all steps backwards after that. So yeah. the only thing that could get me excited about a Mortal Kombat game is if they made an HD video. 2D Mortal Kombat game or was all video? That's the with, with the homemade costumes and shit like that. I would be totally cool.
2: Someone did remake Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat one with with that kind of. No, they did a demo. On- but yeah, we're
3: here to talk about it, Mars. Yeah, were driving a Jag. So, <laughs> <laughs>
2: but yeah, 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 that looked pretty cool. But I, I mean, in terms of the, the Mortal Kombat 11, I think, I mean, I think it looks great, and and I'm, I'm like, I'm glad, you know, as I have played the games, you know, for a long time. And I'm glad they, you know, expanded the mythology and the story, and I got you know, like into their, <laughs> their world that they've created at least recently. Because obviously, in the first two or three games, they didn't really know where any of the characters were going. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm super excited for it. I'm, I'm waiting. I, I've been playing the beta the past two days. I mean, I've been sucking, but <laughs> um, yeah, I'm really enjoying it.
0: Do are the um the fatalities are they easier to pull off from past games or is it about the same?
2: I think I mean I think it's about the same. I mean it, I think they're easier to pull off since Mortal Kombat Nine since when they rebooted it essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and then the story mode. I I I love that they implemented a story mode from like nine essentially onwards. I think it really adds more. Uh, depth to to the world and, and more perspective besides just you know going up a tower and then getting a, a block of text of what their ending is i think really fleshes out fleshes out the world but uh yeah i i, I think the the combat's really smooth and and yeah i just got to get better at the game that's all so
0: yeah sounds good i'm i'm interested in in that game uh i May or may not end up picking it up, but I I think it looks good. So
3: they should they should do some DLC content where they get that old lady from Kung Fu Hustle with the cigarette in the game. <laughs> then I'll fucking play yeah. it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that would be like a nice old Chinese woman who could kick everyone's ass. That's Wasn't there some, like
0: uh, uh, like some sort of movement to try to get Shaggy into the game from Scooby Doo?
3: Yeah, they were no, and then fans fan edited him into. Uh, jump or one of these i think was that jump force or whatever Jump force yeah yeah they they fans edited him in there but yeah they wanted there's that raid shaggy from the movies where he gets the super muscle arm (laughs) you know that would be
0: amazing (laughs) that's you know that's one of those times where the internet Knows better than the developers, I think. Well, well
2: it, it, it also has to be an agreement from like the the sure. owners of the thing, because they like the owners of that IP don't want Shaggy to skull to be ripped out of his head. It, you it's know? Hey, look, you know,
3: well, it, if they can yeah, do DC versus Mortal Kombat, they can work it out. You know, it's not. Yeah,
2: big. but they didn't have fatalities in DC versus Mortal. But Kombat. they've been
3: doing realistic Hanna Barbera comics at DC Comics for the last four years. Have you been reading any of them?
1: God, Scooby Doo Apocalypse is weird.
3: Yeah, like, there's these giant realistic Hanna Barbera books where like they're so it's not like this is new to Warner Brothers at all. It's just I'm not saying like have Casey case them. They put <laughs> they put a Rage Shaggy in their movies. It's not like the internet conjured this idea up. Go watch the fucking thing. <laughs> I
1: like, can probably make it happen in Salty Bet, isn't that that game? You throw a bunch of characters together, something. So it's uh true, Mortal man. Kombat. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Look, it still has shitty jumping, right? There's nothing worse than Mortal Kombat jumps. Ooh, ooh. Like the, the bicycle kick. Like, it's just. I like, haven't played one episode.
1: since probably two. So.
3: Uh, I know. I'd rather play Eternal Champions. <laughs> <laughs> it always comes You've converted back them.
0: Um okay, and the last bit of news before we wrap things up. Um apparently there was a uh, a leak for the Star Wars Episode 9 movie poster. Um, Rob, can you uh walk us through uh, what we're seeing in this uh in this movie poster?
3: Well, yeah, the leak came from making makingstarwars.net. I listen to their podcast often, Jason Ward or Jay Ward. Um Jason Ward and a few of the guys I can't remember the other dudes and jay's you know the making star wars and it always has inside info on star wars are pretty good and these guys go way back to i mean they talk about the shit that i remember like from the yeah, shadow yeah. script days remember remember the episode one uh, half the footage uh, was lost and they had to reshoot it because it was out of focus days and rumors and nonsense so um they they, they they they're not new to this um so they they put up a uh they put up a uh, poster that uh how do i say this it's not it's not the movie poster it's it's a poster that that went out to licensors for like backpacks t-shirts uh, okay. do you know the posters that you see at walmart when you go in there and there's like that little poster rack like there um, and it's legit. How do I know it's legit? Because let's just say I may or may not have seen that poster for or had, uh, for a while now. So <laughs> amongst a bunch of other materials, mm-hmm. um, it's funny when this hit, some friends of mine were working on episode nine. And we're like, so uh, uh, I was like, so did you guys do this? And they're like, no, because there was a bunch of other character details that were leaked, too and like photo stills from actors in the films like billy d williams and a few other actors that are in the film that didn't come from licensors so i made the joke that perhaps it's george lucas just leaking the shit because because they <laughs> they're gonna find at some point if the if if lucasfilm wants to they can they can subpoena the, the ftp or whatever the http they can subpoena the their emails if they receive that in an email they could subpoena those emails if they wanted to because mm-hmm. the problem with with sending these sort of materials out is that they're, they're owned by Lucasfilm it's not like they went out and t- Jade generally takes photographs like he'll go out he's been photographing the Mandalorian so he goes out on set and he photographs the Mandalorian post those photos they can't do anything about it because they're out in public and they, they got a, they're their own photos but this is actual materials that are owned by Lucasfilm. And so that ain't, I mean, like, I've never seen them go after a site for doing that, but if they wanted to, they could. They're legit, though. I mean, the word out on the internet is people don't like to believe it's real, but I could tell you man, they're they're 100% real. It's real stuff. I don't know if those are the key art posters. It's got 3PO with the blaster on there. It's got some red stormtroopers, which I've heard are called the Sith Troopers. So, like, Ooh, whatever the shit all comes out next week like what kills me is i'm like they got this close <laughs> <laughs> they got that close with no leaks you know so i just imagine over there at lucasfilm it's just one of the days you come to work and you're like oh, i'm not saying nothing today i'm just gonna go put my headphones on and go to work mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> gonna not say nothing. <laughs> we no one has to bring it up you know like i remember when i was working on spyro a bunch of shit leaked and I sat there going like, I'm not even bringing that up on the Slack, you know, because I was like, I don't because whoever says it dealt it right, like whoever smelled it dealt, you know. Like, hey guys, you see this giant leak? We doing on the internet. What are you doing up before I am Rob? You know,
0: like so everyone just ignores yeah. the elephant in the room. They're just like, oh well, oh, yeah. whatever. So
3: yeah, but it's it's legit. But I think look, if you don't like the photos, just try to remember that licensing materials they don't have lighting and. And, and airbrushing they're they're fairly generic for a reason you know because they those things tend to only sell when they're really clear pictures you know anything that's artistic i know it sounds weird folks but like if, if if i did if there was a version where they're all drawn people Normal people out in the world, they go, why does Qui-Gon Jinn look like he's in color pencil? Like, why isn't it a photo of Qui-Gon Jinn? Like, that was the complaints about artistically rendered posters. So if this was artistically rendered, you know, like, it's just, I, I know it's not the most uh, enthusiastic marketing materials you could look at. But sadly, that's, you know, the state of modern merchandise.
0: Yeah, there is some some really cool things to kind of unpack here, though. Like, it looks like Kylo has reforged his, his helmet, which is pretty neat. It looks like the Knights of Ren are in there, and they all look super badass. Uh, there's some weird-looking alien creature that looks like he's from Mac and Me.
3: Uh, but I can't even... Here's the thing. Because these things come out... So I've received these packages before, and you get them about six months to a year out, depending on the license the Star Wars stuff tends to come out about mm, four to six months, a little tighter because they don't want these leaks like this. Uh, What they tend to do is you get these things and then right before shit ships, you got to change all the graphics out with the newer versions. So I can't even guarantee that this features the most updated versions of these characters. This happened on Age of Ultron when all the Hulk stuff that we got was, Hulk was gray, 100%. (laughs) <laughs> every image we got, he was gray with red eyes, and in the movie, he was going to be gray with red eyes. Doesn't mean he was going to be smart, Mister Fixit Hulk. He was just going to be gray in the movie, and then they decided not to do that. And right before all the shit shipped, we had to change every graphic to the green Hulk and reset and all this extra work. So these aliens may not. live And then, and then here's the thing: when they when they don't look that way in the movie, then the people on the internet are going to go. I told you it wasn't real, you know. Like, like you think some fan put together that high quality Kylo Ren helmet <clears throat> on their own? You know, they made up all the Sith trooper armor. They got the actors to pose in the new clothes. Like, that's all made up. So, aliens uh, tend to change a lot in these movies. I mean, when we first got the Episode Seven stuff, Maz Kanata didn't didn't quite look that way. She looked way different, you know. So. Mm-hmm. I I don't know like if those are going to be the same. I can tell you I've seen a lot more from this film, you know. So if you don't like this, uh, you ain't gonna like the movie. <laughs> like, I don't know.
0: The, I, don't, I, don't know like, I don't know why what people are complaining about. I think it looks fine. I think there's some really cool. Famous. Yeah, it's just where's
3: more, just... A... Where's more Jade? Where's more Jade? You know, like that, yeah.
0: you know? There's, there's <laughs> stuff to get excited about, and I you know like I, I so, this is coming from someone who really did not like Episode Eight. I I was not a fan of that, um, and but I I want to I don't go to a Star Wars movie wanting to hate it, you know. Like I want to like it. I love the series, uh, and so I'm hoping that they can get things back on track with Episode Nine. And uh, and I was a big fan of Solo. I know a lot of people didn't like that. I I like Solo, but I was right there with everyone else who really did not like Episode Eight. I know Marcin, um, you you did enjoy it, but um, I think there's there's some really interesting stuff that. Is coming out of this poster, uh, and I'm I'm really excited for for what they they might end up doing in nine. Hopefully.
3: I just was hoping to. they would bring back that Jedi Rocks creature that Lucas put in the Return of the Jedi special edition with that amazing song, the oh, oh, right. Yeah, that amazing because look, everything Lucas does is great, right? He doesn't <laughs> screw anything up. That, like, cool. You know, they just put him right on the poster and he could be the the chosen one. Yeah, <laughs> the bugs coming out of his mouth and shit. Have that you know? blue element
2: with the drums in the background. Yeah,
3: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, like <laughs> tie into the Mandalorian, all that nonsense. So, uh whatever, you know, guys, the the, the freaking trailer and all the shit's gonna come out next week, and then you're gonna be tired of hearing about it come Christmas, you know. So, I just hope that the movie's fun and the score is amazing and, you know, we can all just, like, get past this. I, I, here's the thing. Perhaps one day, folks, you'll work on something that's supposed to be secret and it'll leak. And let me tell you, when that happens, it, it doesn't feel good because I know someone is going to lose their job over this leak.
1: Oh, that's you know, a, like, yeah, like... People always forget about that.
3: Yeah, that, I mean, everyone's like, oh, f- Disney bought Fox and 4,000 jobs were lost. I'm like, well yeah, but that company was getting sold to somebody. So it's unfortunate. But this right here, someone leaks and then Disney could pull that license from the whole company. Let's say, you know, a poster company that makes posters for Walmart had these assets and someone on their team decided to leak it because they want to be Mr. Fucking, you know, Billy Badass. And then that whole company loses the license and then incurs damages and then they go out of business. So like, these leaks are kind of pointless, like especially for merchandise, because I'm like, it's gonna be on every fucking thing. You, you know, like <laughs> like you go to the mall, you ever got that Rick and Morty merchandise section at some store where it's nothing yeah, but Rick and Morty? Yeah, you know, like it's just gonna be like that all over the place, and it's gonna be in the two dollar bins at, at the TJ Maxx, you know, like like come come February of twenty twenty. So whatever.
1: There are some cool looking dudes off to the left on the side of this thing. It looks like almost bounty hunters or something. I'm not sure if they're supposed to be the Knights of bros or what, huh?
0: They're the, the, the Knights of Ren. Yeah, oh, the is Knights that them?
1: Yeah. Whoops. Yep. All right.
0: Oh, they're going to be badass. That's
1: how much uh, Star Wars I know everybody.
0: I <laughs> hope
3: so. I like JJ, but he has a bad habit of putting amazing people in his movies and then not doing shit. He put the raid guys in episode seven and they didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. So like if they put the Knights of Ren in there, I want it to be like the, the 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 raid version of the Seven Samurai. I want them to actually kick. Remember Blade Two? I like Blade Two, but they had this badass group of vampire hunters that didn't fucking do anything. Like Donnie Yen was in there with this giant sword, didn't use it. You know, so like I just hope that these characters get used, you know, and that it just gets it gets real. Like that's the one thing about the Marvel movies: like they put someone in there, they get used. You know, you're like, hey, this so and so's going to be in the movie. They got a scene; it's worth watching. The JJ like, is a bad habit
2: of. The run is going to be a crapshoot. Like, I don't know what they're going to end up using them for when they weren't mentioned at all in the second movie, and then they were only in a flashback in uh, in the first one. I'm sure they fleshed out the story in in the comics and the well, books.
3: But- they're gonna they're they're looking for the guy from Jedi Rocks. And oh, and the the song really is the song that's going to be priest of the universe, and it's going to totally tie into Bill and Ted Three, and <laughs> Keanu Reeves will finally be in a Star Wars movie. Man,
1: fantastic. <laughs> now I'm on board. That's right. I'm, I'm ready to face the music.
3: Yeah, I'm telling you. And then the song will bring harmony to everything. And then George will be out there, and he'll have a good time. You know, it's, it's yeah, all going to work out.
0: Telegram. It'll be fine. Right, so, yeah, I'm happy. Can't wait. And hopefully, get like a Force Ghost party at the end too. Just all. Even George Lucas. Just
3: all the kids, the Anakin murder. shit oh right? <laughs> 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 <Just laughs> oh, around. You know, the
0: little fourth. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: Apparently George they didn't have Anakin. the high ground.
3: You know what I mean? Like <laughs>
2: uh, that'd be fucked up. You know,
3: I would love a mod of those. You know those games? Remember 99 Nights? for a while there was these games where like the Dynasty Warriors where you just go and you just endlessly fight hundreds of dudes. It'd be great if you could just like be anakin and it's just a bunch of little jedi kids you just like hundreds of them just swat them out the lightsaber
0: it's like that call of duty airport scene but it's just in the jedi academy
3: yeah 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 yeah. you (laughs) just just... anakin attacking the academy just
0: oh (laughs) right a, 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 a level that just didn't age well it's like that one that one is is really disturbing to go back and and think back to that level
3: with the uh, the the airport?
0: Yeah, the airport scene. And you cut out
3: a little bit. Yeah, uh, the uh, yeah, the airport oh, yeah. one.
0: What?
3: Yeah. Yeah, that one that you know. Yeah, that that went well with Paul. Oh. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, so, yeah, so more more to come on this. Uh Robbie said we should be finding out more during that what there's like a Star Wars
3: celebrations April 11th, Marson. Yeah. Right yeah, it's 5 days. Normally it's 3 days, it's 5 days. Mm-hmm. So, like so you... look at I mean they're going to have the new game there, Jedi Fallen Order. I hear it's going to be playable, don't quote me, but I'm pretty certain it will be cuz the guys over at Titanfall that respawn the guy just did Apex Legends, they're making that. So that'll be there. Episode 9 will be there. The Mandalorian's going to be there. Like <clears throat> it's if you it's plenty of cool stuff. If you're a Star Wars fan, you know going to be there. I'll tell you what, though. It won't be there. Did you guys see the Dark Forces remake these guys are making?
0: No. Ah, mm-hmm.
3: mm-hmm. oh, shit, son. Like, it's fucking amazing. Like, a few of the guys that are working on it used to work at on um, Battle, Battlefront or whatever, at DICE or something. Like, it looks fucking dope. Like, like, and, and everyone... I mean, it, it was a few days ago when I... I should have put a link and I didn't think about it until now, but but uh, there's a Dark Forces remake and uh, that they're working on and people are like, they're definitely gonna get shut down because it looks like a triple A game. Like it's got the Unreal Engine 4 lighting in there, it's got all the cool fucking high res textures. It looks amazing. And there, there's there's a game I would buy, you know, like and as well as there was a Pod Racer demo some guy made a few weeks back using the Unreal Engine with Pod Racer. That oh, looked yeah. amazing. Yeah. Oh like,
1: yeah, this is not gonna last long. I just found the video on Kotaku.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So it's a shame that everyone, but if you want to talk about the most squandered license right now in gaming, it's Star Wars by by far.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, definitely. Um, all right, some more to come. Hopefully, uh, April eleventh is going to be a big day for for Star Wars, So we'll get, get- the
1: four one one on it. Hmm. Yeah.
0: Um, I think it's going to wrap up our show. Um, oh, so uh, we still have a few. Issues left of uh, issue seven. So if you're listening and you want to get your hands on one, maybe you came into the Patreon uh, after we put our order in for issue seven and we get your hands on one, you can go to our website, uh, www.megavisionsmag.com, and click on the shop button uh, underneath the banner, and you'll be able to go in and pick up a copy of the magazine. Right now, we're only shipping uh, in North America. Uh, but we're hoping to open that up uh, worldwide uh, here soon. Uh, so, yeah, once we uh, get rid of those, uh, we're not printing anymore. So if you want to get your hands on one, you better do it soon. Um other than that, uh, Scotty, do you want to talk about uh, you're going to be streaming some more Panzer Dragoon Saga this week?
1: Yep, we're kicking that back in. Almost done with that game, actually. Um, probably got two, maybe three streams left of it uh, on the last disc there. Uh, that's going to be Tuesdays, and then we always do stream Tuesdays, Fridays. We're working on another earlier day in the week. Um, just life gets in the way, I guess. But uh, Panzer Dragoons, definitely, you can always keep up on our Twitter to see when we're streaming stuff. Um, and then <clears throat> for patrons, we do have uh, the latest episode of the Sideshow out. We continue talking about Shenmue, too. So you can subscribe to any level of the Patreon and get that, epi- get those couple of episodes for free um, and yeah, I guess that's, oh, I am going to, uh, no, not by the time this goes out, but shout outs to Kentman. I'm going to be doing a video with him to show off, uh, issue seven actually. So, uh, go subscribe to him and, uh, check out all his awesome Sega stuff, but yeah, I'll be helping him out to show off the
0: issue. Oh, very cool. Well, do you, do you know where, uh, like hit people can go and, and find that video, if uh, you,
1: wait, wait, wait. um, I don't think it'll be up quite yet when this gets released, but if you search search for Kentman on YouTube, just K E N T M A N, he does Sega stuff, uh, he'll have
0: the video up there. Okay, very, very cool. Um, Rob, uh, is there anything you're going to be up to, uh, the next couple weeks you want to throw out there?
3: Trying my hardest to finish this damn issue so we can move on with life. I got things to do. Still, uh, it's Panthers now at the point where I hate the yeah. issue. <laughs> you know, like it looks amazing, but I hate it and they mm-hmm. hate me. We, It's a me and the issue just hate one another at this point. So, <laughs> you just
0: begrudgingly um, make process pro- progress.
3: Yeah, it's this point where it's like no matter what I do, I can't justify how long it's taken. So, Um, and then we, I I always tell myself never again, never again. And then, you know, a couple months later, I'm like, let's do it. I can't wait. You know, so, so whatever, uh, it's just getting that. I'm also getting ready to draw the cover art, which is going to feature Panzer Dragon Saga. So, um, I've also been just, you know, concepting how I want to do that and, and give it a little bit of a different feel than maybe what we've done so far. Uh, and then trying my hardest to find a way to work some extra, uh, chibi art into the book. So, and some layouts so we can get some extra artwork in the book. So, um, Oh, one of our artists turned in their stuff, too. Uh, Luis Martins. Martins is the last name, right? Yes, Martins. Yeah, yeah. The North Martin. thing. Yeah, he did Fist of the North Star. It's going to be in there, so you guys should definitely if we put a link to that. Um, that came out really dope, so that's going to be cool. And Ashley, she turned in her art for... Um, she did a little piece for Monster Boy, and she did a cool pencil rendering of you know, Mantra Boy, So that came out really well. So yeah, it's um everything's looking great. So no complaints there. Uh, we got to find a way to get these packaged in with the the Mega Drive Mini. I think. I think all you gotta Ooh. do is work through PR magic there, buddy. We'll Perfect. do that.
0: Get started on that. That'll sell. That'll sell consoles. That <laughs> <laughs>
3: Sega can't. Uh, right. So, <laughs> exactly.
0: yeah awesome so uh that's gonna wrap it up for this week's podcast we will see you back in two weeks take it easy
1: i'm gonna go see us later
0: introducing castlevania bloodlines for sega genesis the most horrifying vampire hunt ever two new heroes plus hordes of evil enemies and ghastly ghouls it's intense adventure from konami